Charles Bronson isn't happy. Sure takes guts to vandalize parks or beat up on trees. But that's what some jerks are doing to our public lands. Only the land can't fight back. But we can. We can save our lands, you and me. Let's face it, someone who gets his kicks punching out flowers shouldn't be too much of a match for us. Write Take Pride in America. Post Office Box 1339, Jessup, Maryland, 20794. the big news you've seen it probably i want to hear about you're the up big on news. the news i'm not up on the news no you're a man Maybe. that's up on the news sometimes i fall behind and i need to be uh caught up there's another uh, i don't imagine you to know about the news so i'm interested in seeing where what direction this is gonna go in there's another outbreak going around oh no covid no oh no something else it's a fever yeah avatar fever avatar fever yeah is Hit the sweeping fucking, the nation. Yeah, definitely. It is I you gotta be living under a rock under an ocean to uh not yeah. know about Avatar and all the and if you are some water effects that are going on in Avatar to if you're uh, under a rock un- under, under the, the sea, ocean I think is, is just Michael what it's called. James Cameron can find you. Yeah. Um because he created submarines. So that trailer dropped. Yes, and, uh, it did. A lot, huh? of, a lot of people were just like, oh, you know, Avatar wasn't very good. Uh, I don't know why we've been hearing about all these sequels for so many years. Really? I don't they, really want to see it. They but, all uh, said that, huh? I gotta tell you, man, now that, that trailer's dropped. Yeah. I don't I don't know. Are people people that people don't like the trailer, do they? I don't know. <laughs> I haven't heard no anybody haven't heard anybody say anything about it. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what I did see. I was at the movies a few okay. days ago, and uh, I saw a, I think... What were you seeing? ...signed it off like a 12-minute trailer for Top Gun. Oh, Top Gun Maverick? Yeah, like, uh, literally, like, I just kept looking around at everybody, like, is this weird to anybody else? Like, why is this still going? It was like, uh, it was like 12 minutes. I saw the entire movie, I think. I still got it. I saw, like, every fucking beat of the film, like... A lot of the big action sequences, I'm sure. It was a full, like, 12-minute featurette that was just all the footage from the movie. Uh, what, what's going on there? I still gotta watch... It's a watch, weird way to promote things. I still gotta watch that horror movie that the uh, guy from the original Top Gun made. It's on Prime right now. What's mm, that Tom called? Tom Cruise made a horror movie? No, no, no. The other guy in the first... Goose? Movie. Oh, it's called Val. That's it. Oh. Yeah. I got a Val Kilmer uh, movie recommended to me the other day by a bartender. I think it was called uh, The Birthday Cake or something. Mm. It was him playing like a mobster post like uh, losing his jaw to cancer or whatever. Yeah, I'm just going to watch that Val Sounds documentary instead. I've been meaning to watch that documentary for, yeah. for a lot of months and haven't uh, gotten around to it. How do you think that... I haven't gotten around to much, that is? quite frankly. Yeah, who cares? I'm kind of living a sort of lifestyle where I don't get around yeah. to doing much is, is the problem, I think. Even my life in one of the main problems. Yeah, I've just been kid rocking. Kid rocking in yeah. here in 2022. You know what I'm saying, man? Kid like, rocking up and how down else your block. You live it? With a bottle of scotch, watch lots of crap. Crazy times right now. That's all you can do. Yeah. That's all you can fucking do. Yeah. If the price is right, you're going to make your bid, boy. Yeah. And let Crown Point IA know why they call you a cowboy, Nathan. 
you know all, a lot of the lyrics to Cowboy, and I've known yeah. that about you for years. Yeah. That's a thing I've known about you for yeah. years, man. It's stuck. Something I've always respected it's, about you. It really stuck that Quite time frankly. I had to learn those Kid Rock songs. Yeah, for that uh, <sighs> middle school play you were putting on? Yeah. Yeah, well, I was, you know... You trained those kids up. That was a great performance. Uh, it was also, you know, d- debating on putting Baw with Tabaw in my uh, my one-man force. My one-man oh. force oh, okay. original stage play yeah. with all 90s music. That, that, if I remember correctly, it was they were nearly in your wedding vows, too, the, the lyrics to Baw with Tabaw. Yeah, well, there's a lot that we can all learn from Baw with Tabaw, you know. Yeah, I've... I've Diggy, you really diggy, opened diggy, my diggy, eyes about that. the boogie, you know? For sure. What the love? Remember the, the first time I heard that song? Oh, peace. Uh, played on Crown Point's uh, Rock Alternative Q101. Oh, hell yeah. Which is back this week. It's fucking back. They, they rebranded the uh, station Q101. It's fucking back. That's weird. It's yeah. just for the week, though? No, no. It's This week is back. It's new. They bought the rights to the name Q101 oh, again. Oh, okay. Q101 again. But, but I heard it on Q101. And yeah. I was like... What is this funny parody? Like, uh, yeah. this, this sounds pretty hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine if music started sounding like this. Yeah, now get in the pit and try to love someone. And they kept playing it, and I was like, oh, there's this thing I need to learn about called the late 90s. Yeah. It's when culture dies. I was, uh, And then it never comes back. I was in the car with my father the first time I ever heard Bull God, which was oh, his wow. first radio mm-hmm. hit. Yeah. And, uh... I was too. familiar with Bawa Daba. Somehow Bull God got past yeah. me. I, as a young child, was also like, is this like a Weird Al guy? It seemed like a Weird Al guy. Yeah. For sure seemed like a Weird Al it guy. It wasn't. There was a guy we were the weird in the bar in yesterday situation. who looked a lot like a young Kid Rock. Mm. And it was leaving me to believe like... Uh, that look's coming back? Yeah, like his early 2000s look coming back around. Cause That's pretty cool. It shouldn't. That's the worst period for fashion I'm aware of. Yeah, I was out over the weekend with the little lady, and we saw Peoples, and they like, they were wearing '90s stuff. But like, yeah, yeah, that's not, been going on for a while. But like, not good '90s stuff. Yeah, are we getting? It's it like what transition oh, from '98 oh, into like 2000 hats? now? Oh Everybody's yeah, doing yeah. Bucket hats. That was that's that '98 shit I'm talking yeah. about. The death of culture. Yeah. I think we're getting back around into it. Culture never even revived. We never got like a new era of culture coming back before we're just going to start doing death of culture nostalgia. It's a terrible world we're living in. Well, kids, break out your ball chain necklaces because it's baby oil and blow and action extravaganza. Shoot them up, puka shell them up, spike up your frosted tips it up. Do whatever you want, really. That's delicious. As long as everybody consents and agrees, because it's still 2022. American whiskey. 2020, 2022. Mm, yeah, last time I checked. I'm one half your host. I am Matt. Oh. Indeed. With me as always. He is the nebulous to my cripsness. He is Nate Adams. I made up names from Avatar to see if you would know. Oh, like we were in Navi? Yeah. Yeah. They ride on porpoises in this one, Matt. I'm, I'm taking, sorry. It's taking Avatar to a whole new level. For, what, for, what? They were in the jungle in the other one. Now they're what, in the uh, ocean, bro. Well, I guess. You know how yeah. much James Cameron likes to invent new submarines and yeah. shit? The movie's going to be fucking awesome. It's it's a movie. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Oh, hoy, hoy, everybody. Yeah. Uh, here we got some business, uh, a little podcast business to uh, attend to right here. Oh, uh, by my calculations, we're just a few scant hours 
until the uh, clocks turn over, and it's uh, one of our birthdays, I think. No, is, it? is this day, true? Are we day almost off, there? Day off. We're getting there? This is the evening. Oh, yeah, that's right. We're not we're Eve. not recording on Wednesday. We're recording on Tuesday. Oh, you just had me confused for a second. Okay. I was like, oh, no, wait. No, it is tomorrow. Okay, anyways, it's, it's coming yeah, it's up. Tuesday. But uh, yeah. I don't know. I had a birthday present for you in the mail today, so I might as well just hand it over to you oh, right now. Oh, hell yeah. I'll get it. I got it back here right now. Came right in the mail. This is great. I love receiving yeah. things. There's no reason to like wrap it or anything. We'll oh, just take it right out of the envelope right here. And guessing, it, guessing by this envelope. It's official documents. Looks I, like you've had a or, or some official after documents. Me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd say that's definitely what that is. It's in the nebulum. Uh, what are they called? I, I I made it all up. I galaxy? have no idea. I went to the uh, galaxy. I rode the ride. Oh, the Avatar ride? Yeah. I've heard good things. That's delightful. I read a lot of uh, blogs that review uh, theme rides. Yeah. And, yeah, this, that one's, it's it's getting raves. It's, it's it getting might raves. be the best ride in Orlando right now. Oh, my God. That's, oh, that's oh what do we got there? Oh, my. Oh, is that a certificate of authenticity oh, maybe geez. in there? I don't, I don't know. We'll see. EB Autographs. That's how you know it's official. They got a big auction coming up uh, May 22nd, everybody, at 11 a.m. Eastern. got to get yourself out there. They're going to have over get 300 uh, plus lots of in-person signed photos as well as many other collectibles. Please do check out this auction. Uh, he does them once a month. Huge savings on many items with mm-hmm. low opening yeah. bids. It's like a super clearance sale, if you will. Uh, there will be a link on the auction or to the auction on the main page of the website ebaautographs.com. Thank you sincerely, EBA Autographs. And now, without further ado, oh, let's see who we got an autograph reveal. of. It's gonna be the big reveal. Uh, oh, 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 we got There's a second. Else we got a second. We got a second ad. Second ad. What's this? Oh, we got more. Oh, geez, after a huge extra saving, please sign up for the mailing list. Uh, you got to get on that mailing yeah. list, oh, man. Oh, wow. Up to 50 to 75% off. That's a lot of, that's, that's a lot of scratch, that's bro. That's ebautographs.com. Comes with the COA. Dat cam. Oh, shit. We got oh, ourselves a, one. a signed Dolph Lundgren wow. 8 by 10 Collector's item. From the Punisher, baby. The real Punisher movie. The real Punisher. Before Marvel went in and ruined all their characters. The only Punisher movie we recognize. My goodness. Is that a beauty or what? That's that's real Look nice. Look how big that gun is that he's holding. Woo! My God, is that beautiful. It's, good. it's, gonna oh, it's look, got the little... It's going to look nice over your fireplace. on the back. Oh, this was uh, signed 11-12-2017 uh, at the Rhode Island Comic Con in Providence... It's- Rhode it's an Island. infamous Comic Con. I mean, oh, I go to every year. You kidding me? Got to travel. Got to make it out there for that one for sure. Thank you uh, to my to my bestest friend Nate uh-huh, yeah. Adams and uh, to the fine folks at EB Autographs right for making this birthday dream possible. You're, you're gonna seal that back That's up. Huge. Don't, don't, oh, don't yeah, let any more want, air get in there. Yeah, That's, I don't want any air getting no, in there. No, sure. But I want to be able to get to those those ads too, though. We'll probably read the ads again at the end of the show. I'm sure. Yeah, we're gonna swing back around on those ads for sure. I'm putting this back by the uh, protective cardboard. This is, whew, packaged up nice. It didn't bend. Not even a lick. Very happy with it. No, they got it in a in a mylar sleeve, and then they got the hard plastic sleeve under there. Mm, Wow, that's that's nice. Pro work right there. That's real nice. Thank you, sir. Speaking of, uh, let's get into our. uh, our rundown here of the week, which is brought to us by EB Autographs. So I, I tricked you into reading the uh, ad copy. And yeah. What's going on? Oh, they got a big auction coming up 22nd. I know. Fucking great. Fucking, we're getting paid a lot of money to, to, oh, to promote that shit. Huge money. 
We're talking about Canon Films and our favorite Canon Films entries all month long here. We're doing the Canon Canon uh, rundown. It's a clever title. The EB Autographs rundown right now is of our film of the week. This is 1983's 10 to Midnight. 10 to Midnight. We gonna let it all hang out. I didn't really think about it until just now as I was saying this. Uh, does that have anything to do with anything that happens in the movie? The the title, 10 to Midnight? Um, At any point, is something going to happen like before midnight or something? I don't think so. Yeah, no. No, that's a weird title. Uh, yeah. That's a weird title for this movie. Yeah. Anyways. You'd have to ask uh, the bad guy from G.I. Joe, Gollum and Globus. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Snake Man, Gollum and Globus. Yeah, he made the movie. They might know. Runtime of this film, it's at uh, 101 minutes. Yeah. A little lengthy for yeah. a Gollum and Globus uh, production. They got a, they got a story to is tell. out there. Just like a, we're telling real stories this time. Based on a real event. Don't you worry. Uh, budget of this film, it was at like uh, $4.5 million they were spending on this thing. Oh, that's nice. Gross a cool $7 million, like $7,175,000 and some change. So they made they made a pretty penny on this. How, this was uh, the whole canon film strategy. Modest fucking uh, budget and then, you know, flip it a handful it. of people come and see it. We're going to make some profit. Yeah. What, uh, what's 82? 83. 83. 1983. I know year, some, year of our somebody Lord. else that came out that year. Oh, wow. In, in a few short days yeah. from now. It's, it's, it's you, isn't uh, it? On a That's cold and gray Chicago morning, another baby oh. child was born in South Suburban. Yeah, South it's, Suburban it's Hospital. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, what was uh, Charlie Bronson's star at at this point? Uh, like his career arc. Yeah. So, um, Death uh, Wish is yeah. what seventy what? Yeah, he's 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 on the wane there because he's yeah. gonna be riding out basically those Death Wish sequels for the rest yeah. of his career. He's he's a Canon Films property at this point. Yeah. He's like on the level of Chuck Norris, so we're just working low budget Canon stuff. He's not quite he's graduated he, from being like a. Uh, you know, like a, a journeyman doing cowboy mm-hmm. movies and like uh, war movies to like being a star, yeah. but in lower budget canon shit, in cop his... movies. Yeah. He's got Murphy's Law coming up. He's, he he's hasn't doing done this. cop and a half yet. He's got, <laughs> he's, I don't think he ever had his cop and a half as That's it turns a shame. out. Yeah. Bronson. When did he die? As a straight man in some sort of hilarious comedy. I don't know when he died, but he definitely stopped working uh, earlier than I imagined. Like it yeah. was, it was, yeah. He had no 90s career, basically. Like, maybe like a couple years into the 90s. You gotta ask the questions. The kids need to know it's more. It's a shame. It's a shame. So, yeah, we're, we're at late career wind down Bronson. But uh, this, this is, strangely enough, the part of his career where he was getting big starring roles. Oh, so, you know. It's, nice. Good on him. Rotten Tomatoes has this one at 40%, which is... Unfair. Yeah, that's, to that's say the not least. a passing grade. Audience has it at fifty percent, so they at least like it a little bit more. But I'm I'd still saying like uh, probably like add that to forty midnight, to that fifty. Ten a minute already saying a little bit of an underappreciated gem right here. That's too bad. Director of the film is a canon stalwart, Jay Lee Thompson. Mm. This man, Jay uh, Lee, common spell British man. He was a tail gunner for the uh, Royal Air Force in WW two. Mm, the so big he's, one. He's bringing a lot of. Uh, Real world knowledge into these yeah. these things he's making. He uh, at least they won their war, huh? Gregory Peck movies early on, The Guns of the Navarone. Uh, big people big time war really movie. like that movie. The original Cape Fear. Uh, I've never seen that one. I should see it with Robert Mitchum. Yeah, it's got Gregory Peck, Robert Mitchum. I'm sure it's good. Mm. 
Mm. Second one was great because De Niro went all fucking weird in it, but you know, yeah, you know, uh, then he wanted to make a couple of the awesomely weird Planet of the Apes sequels. I think four and five, Conquest of the Planet of the Apes and Battle for the Planet of the Apes. Those. Yeah. The sequels got very high concept and very strange. And then he sort of, uh, third act of his career, settled into doing his canon movie stuff. Uh, Bronson movies, uh, Murphy's Law. He also did Death Wish for the Crackdown. Also, uh-huh. he did a uh, Lou Gossett, Chuck Norris buddy adventure, like Indiana Jones ripoff called oh, Firewalker. That sounds That I'm fun. halfway through right now, and so far it's been pretty fun yeah. and very racist. Oh. And I don't know. I think if racist I would have saw it when I was like eight, anybody with brown skin, oh. turned, they lump them all in. Gotcha. Yeah. I think if I was seen it when I was eight, I would have really loved it, and yeah. I don't know why I didn't see it when I was eight. Like, yeah. Firewater. Never hear people talking about it. Why? Why is that one not in the zeitgeist? Because it's that racist. Wait till you get yeah, to that. Maybe third it's act. just so goddamn racist that even in like the early '90s, they were like, "Oh, we gotta bury this one." <laughs> Getting to the stars of this film, uh, Charles Bronson, as we've mentioned, mm-hmm. is playing the character of Leo Kessler. Hey, I'm Leo Kessler. We saw him already as uh, Vladislaw in the Dirty Dozen. Yeah, he was in that. He was. He played uh, the vengeful character Harmonica in my favorite Western, Once Upon a Time in the West. Mm. He uh, played Stone Cold Killer Arthur Bishop in The Mechanic, which might have been like the beginning of his career. Oh, no, no, you're thinking of, uh, you're thinking of Jason Statham. Oh, no, he remade that Jason Statham movie. Oh, did he? Yeah, didn't do as good a job as He liked it that much, Mm -hmm. huh? Uh, He, of course, played Average Joe, Pushed Too Far, Paul Kersey in the Death Wish franchise, which... Stay tuned. Maybe we're going to be talking a little bit more yeah. about that before the end of the year. That here. movie just ripped off Death Sentence yeah. anyways. Of course, uh, he he worked with our director, uh, Jay Lee, here in uh, Murphy's Law, where he played Jack Murphy. Um, he had Jack a tagline in that uh, movie, you ever heard of Murphy's Law? Don't fuck with Jack Murphy. Yeah. Which is a pretty cool thing to say in a movie. Hey, don't fuck with me. Also a million cowboy in war movies. He's an icon of masculinity. We uh, salute him here. On we the sure do. Oil and blow. He probably should have gotten to more of his, his films earlier than this, I guess. That's our bad. Hey, hey, our hey, bad, hey. Quite frankly. It's never too late. That's true. It's true. You know? We can we can make up for it. We ease the kids in with like the Schwarzeneggers and the Seagulls. Mm-hmm. What now they we're knew. Talk about the boring yeah. stuff from the seventies. Yeah. Where you got to just I'd suspend your disbelief that a weird old man with a mustache is really tough. Your dad's watched a lot of this movies. Yeah. You watch them and it'll make you wonder what they did to your moms. Nine in the out bedroom. of ten dads can't be wrong. Yeah. I've always said it. Always said it's it. Fair. Andrew Stevens is in this film as. Paul McCann, his new rookie partner. Paul McCann. This can. guy played the character Casey Denault on uh, Dallas. Mm, he was an oil nice. business understudy who wooed multiple women, including JR's secretary, Sly, Lucy, and Merrily. This guy had a lot of trysts <laughs> over the course of his tenure on Dallas. Good old JR. Also, he played the character David in the post apocalyptic George Kennedy uh, mutant battling underground dweller movie, The Terror Within. Oh. Which sounds good. Sounds I, scary. Yeah, I haven't seen it. We should definitely catch up with that one, probably. Probably. Also, uh, something of a producer and a director. This is the man who directed Virtual Combat, the Don the Dragon Wilson movie, which we talked about, and is the lost episode of Baby Owen Blow that didn't record. That one's been coming up back a lot the lately. The holy grail. The holy fucking grail right there, People man. are asking for it. 
People have been begging for it. When yeah. are you going to redo virtual yeah. combat? We need to hear what you had to say about it. I think we just dig up our notes. Definitely. Don't bother rewatching Definitely the movie don't have those and notes just anymore. try to walk through uh, it. Would have to rewatch the movie. If, Can't remember a thing about it. I, mean, I probably what do. We said about it. What do you think that movie was called? Virtual Combat. Yeah, that's right. See, you already virtual know enough about it. You could probably start talking about it right now. Virtual Combat. Uh, starts with like a future fight, advances mm-hmm. to level mm-hmm. six, and then level seven. There's flippy dudes. Then it goes straight that to level great. ten. It's all coming back. Dude to in me. a mask with a staff. These digital notes. voice of Michael Dorn from Star Trek. Okay, wow, yeah, yeah. Sounds like you a took good movie. Notes, yeah. yeah. Could have been. I don't know. It's erased yeah. from my memory, and also was erased from our archive. Lisa Eilbacher is in this film Ooh. as Lori Kessler, his daughter. Uh, you might remember him as Jenny Summers, Axel Foley's uh, L.A. contact in uh, Beverly uh, Hills Cop. Uh, uh. She was Bridget in the underrated aquatic horror Leviathan. Oh. Uh, she played the character Casey Seeger in An Officer and a Gentleman, mm. a beloved film that I've never seen a second of. Oh, love that But movie. still love when uh, they parody it in Wayne's World 2. Yeah. You don't got to see the movie to know that Wayne's World 2 did it, right? That's a that's no. a hilarious parody right Do there. Do they use Love Lift Us Up Where We Belong? No, they, no, that's, they couldn't afford the rights to that. That's in... Uh... They just That's have Iron Eagle. Chris Farley say, because I got no place yeah. else to go. Yeah. It's good, good stuff. Good stuff there. Uh, she played the character Judy Tyler in the pilot episode of The Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, Spider-Man was the name of the episode. Where an extortionist threatens to force a multi-suicide unless a huge ransom is paid. Mm. And only Peter Parker can stop him with his new powers as Spider-Man. Oh, Lloyd Spider-Man? He was playing the Spider-Man. Oh, That's good right. for him. I'm Saul Spider-Man. Saul Spider-Man. Gene Davis is in this film as Warren Stacy. An incel serial killer mm-hmm. who stabs women while butt-ass naked. It's a pretty, pretty <clears throat> thorough character. That's right. This guy there. played a lieutenant in the Universal Soldier. He Alongside. Who? I don't know. A lot of great actors in Universal Soldier. Uh, maybe our close personal friend, Mr. Dolph Lundgren. Oh, that's true. Yeah. This yeah. Is, we've got his uh, signature it's right here. the show now. Studios. We'll yeah. probably have him on the show soon. Yeah. He played a trooper in the horror movie The Hitcher. Mm. He was Martini in the Penelope Ann Miller, Tom Sizemore, Lizard Monster in a Museum the relic? movie. The Relic? That's right. Oh, Tommy <laughs> Sizemore. That was a mid-90s gem right there. That it I sure feel is. has been forgotten. Not to be confused with The Mimic. No, no, that's a completely different film. Yeah. yeah. It's no The Relic. I used to confuse them a lot. Uh, he also played Man Number 2 in Season 9, Episode 5 of Columbo. Uneasy Lies the Crown. And this one, the handsome and charming junior partner in a dental group run by his father-in-law is a bad husband and a bad gambler with lots of debt. Suppose. Facing divorce, ostracism, and worse, he devises a cunning plan. Which I'm sure Columbo probably figured out. Uh, just su- that. Suppose there, uh, you might just be a lousy husband and a yeah. terrible gambler. That's probably how that, that episode goes, I imagine. Yeah. How do you think he did that lazy eye trick? It's just acting. Capital A fucking acting He's right there. That's actor. genius. Uh, speaking of uh, another grizzled old man who he loves an actor, Wilford Brimley's in this film, Matt. Mm. It's Captain Clem Malone, mm. the chief. Uh, we, of course, saw him as Uncle Duvet in Hard Target. We sure did. Uh, he played the character Dr. Blair in The Thing, very memorably. Yes. He was Pop Fisher in The Natural. 
another beloved movie I've never seen a second of, That's... but I've seen plenty of parodies of it. Yeah, he gets shot in the ribs. Personally, I like that Jim Belushi movie that uh, parodies The Natural, where he goes in an alternate reality, where yeah. he hit the uh, home run as a young Mr. boy. Mr. Natural. Better, Mr. Natural. I'm much better than The Natural, I can tell you oh. that right now without even seeing The so Natural. So is Curly Sue. Curly Sue, great film. Uh, both of those movies, though, though, pale in comparison to Taking Care of Business. My favorite Jim Belushi uh, film of the era. I know you're a big fan of that one. Big fan. Him and Grodin playing off of each other. Just uh, riffing. Uh, chef's kiss. Just riffing. Chef's kiss. He was the oatmeal guy. He was the diabetes guy. And, of course, he played a blacksmith in Season 3, Episode 16 of Kung Fu, mm. One Step to Darkness, where Kwai Chang Kang enters the spirit world to exercise a demon and save a woman from the horrors of drug addiction. If, That's some serious shit right there. If somebody would have just saved him from the horrors of autoerotic asphyxiation. I don't know. I think he was. Uh, I think he died doing what he loved, and that's, himself. Uh, that's, yeah, that's something that all of us can aspire to, right there. Yeah, that's a Morrissey level shit. Mm-hmm. To quote the movie Point Break, "There's nothing tragic about dying doing what you love." Yeah, you know what I'm saying he loved choking himself all jerking off. So more power to him. Yeah, the Lord giveth, Lord taketh away. Tagline of this film, Matt: <clears throat> mm-hmm. A cop, yeah, a killer, a deadline. Oh, wow, yeah. Very, very dramatic. Yeah. Let's get into the plot of this film. A little synopsis here of what we're talking about here in Ted to Midnight. We'll figure out what that ticking clock is where okay. uh, something's going to happen probably right before midnight, I imagine. Couple, I couple few right minutes. <clears throat> Warren Stacy, an office equipment repairman, begins murdering women after a they reject nerd. his advances. To minimize the evidence, Stacy always kills while naked. Wearing nothing but gloves. Oh, I just tell and you. further evades the law with his strong alibis. Mm. Veteran detective Leo Kessler is convinced of Stacy's guilt and begins using questionable methods to catch him. Detec- Ten to midnight, motherfuckers. Detective Leo Getz? <laughs> That's anything you want, Leo Getz. Oh, it's, it's, boy, that'd, that'd be a different movie altogether, huh? 100%. But uh, yeah. we're not talking about probably a better movie. We're, t- we're talking about the movie we watched. So let's get into bullet points. The next segment of our podcast where we yeah. dig into our notes. Pew, pew, we get in, down into the nitty gritty about everything that stood out to us as we were talking. We were fucking watching the film. Now we're going to talk about the film. Matt, uh, I know yes, you took sir. some notes probably, you got to. right? Yeah, you yeah. got to coming into this. Yeah. Thing. You can't just come into this thing cold. Well, What was your first uh, bullet point there as you were... You're watching this film. Uh, it starts at level five, and then he goes right to level. No shit, I'm still uh, got no, for Jets virtual coming. Back, That's for yeah. sure. Yeah, uh, uh, we got a uh, fucking Chucky Bronson here talking to Mister Crichton with two T's. Uh, who who is that? This is he starts off with him talking to a, a reporter, right? Before that, uh, whew, what, what, okay, uh, he's just talking to a is local. Talking, crazy. Is there radar, radio chatter going he's on? Talking I think, to, over over just, some opening credits. I he's remember. just talking to a local crazy that's trying to confess oh, to the right. murders. Somebody dressed like yeah. a, like a nineteen twenties, yep. like a vaudeville hobo. Mr. Character. Creighton, two okay. T's. Yeah, I wasn't listening to anything this guy was saying. Oh, you saying got yet, to. But I was it's marveling in minutia. Uh, fake his dirtied hobo character. Uh, he looks good. <laughs> ensemble he was wearing. He was a real yeah. actor too. I should have mm-hmm. taken a closer look. I probably could have told you what he's been in. Okay, but uh, yeah, but yeah nice. then the news shows up and we get a big, uh, big uh, story here from Charlie yeah. Bronson. I know you want a story. 
but I want to kill her. And what I want comes first. Yeah, he fucking tells this piece of shit fucking journalist trying to dig around in the cops business. They're trying to do their jobs. He's trying to sensationalize this shit. Yeah. Fucking hit the bricks, man. I'm Charles Bronson. I'm sitting here typing stone-faced. Fucking take a hike. Boom, we're right into the fucking opening credits. After yeah, he, he in, case the, shit. in case the reporter didn't even know, I want they immediately first. go into like badass music yeah. and the first it's fucking like John thing. John Carpenter light. Yeah, first fucking thing they flash across the screen, Charles Bronson. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. They're letting you know they got Charles Bronson yeah, for this movie. Here we are, fucking Golem and Globus. He's Cannon playing films. Charles Bronson We got a new fucking movie. centerpiece of our new production player. company right here. Charlie B, he's this is, coming in. You think this is like coming their in hot? This is their fuck Chuck Norris piece. Could be like a oh, fucking Chucky N starting to get a big head out on these sets. Let's bring yeah. out Bronson and uh, a real fucking, fucking star. Give this guy a wake up call. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Rightfully, Norris so. has the beard, but you know this guy's got the stash, and it's not ginger. So no, it's <clears throat> weird and wispy. Sorry, Tom Rock. That was just a little bit of a shot. At, shot at you. It's yeah. Just, Gotta yeah. take one every once in a while. It's nice seeing you though, Thomas Rock. Uh, creepers be creeping is my next bullet point because we come right out of those badass credits mm. with the sort of John Carpenter esque mm. fucking thumping, driving music to some dude with a look on his face like he's constantly smelling a fart. Yeah. Watching a couple of co eds like getting a panel van. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, this guy is going to be a fucking serial killer. Yeah, I wrote down. I'll tell you that right now. I wrote down some rapo stalking mm-hmm. a blonde. Yeah, he's having some flashbacks, which we see in flashback, like gauzy uh, cinema style to him just going up to her, like in a break room in an office and unzipping yeah. the back of her dress when she's trying to get some coffee. And she yeah, turns around that. and throws her coffee in his face like, hey, rude. creep, you can't do that at people's workplaces. Here's some coffee in your face. How about it? And he's yeah. like, well, that was fucking rude, man. Yeah, he's right. Trying to make a nice gesture, give yeah. a woman a compliment by unzipping her dress, trying, trying to look at her naked back. So she probably a had a pussy. nice looking back, just letting her know yeah. it. And she's going to fucking flip out on me. What the fuck? It's 83, like. They weren't even allowed to vote yet. Exactly. So she overreacted a little bit, and now yeah. she's got a serial killer on her trail. Quite frankly, I think it's her fault. Yeah, I don't know. Kind of, kind of brought it on herself here. You can quote me on that. Yeah. Uh, then we just cut to him. Pretty awesome shit going on here. Back in his apartment, just wearing some fucking bikini briefs. Yeah, I wrote down. He's a briefs man. Yeah, definitely. Just, uh, just primping himself. Yeah. Doing some real, like, proto-American psycho, like, moisturizing right. his face. Like, his body's hairless. He's slick as a dolphin. Like, that's, uh, just a lot of weird stuff going on in this, this, well, this apartment right here. Nate, that's why I wrote immediately after I wrote down he's a briefs man. That's I put, right. oh, he's weird. Yeah, totally weird. But yeah, you're keeping right. his shit tight. Like, uh-huh. this guy, uh-huh. you could tell he's a fitness fucking guru. Not just because of how good he looks in his briefs, yeah. but then, like, when you look around his apartment. Would you say he looks good without a shirt? I would definitely say that. Okay. And I'd also say, like, you could see all the karate posters he's got over all over oh, his walls. Real and you're cool like, well, ones. this guy's doing some fucking cool yeah. karate all the time. Of course, his body is fucking looking pretty shredded right now. And then he was like, keeping himself in shape, doing lots of karate, I bet. And then he was like, oh, in case I don't have everybody's respect already, I'm also really cool. At fucking butterfly knives. Yeah, he just puts on an awesome red jacket, starts fucking flipping around a fucking butterfly knife, and then he's What a uh, cool skill to have. Starts like picturing in his mind that blonde chick he was stalking earlier to get in that panel van, like getting bald inside yeah. of the panel van, and he's like, Oh man, 
I don't like to imagine that shit happening. That no. pisses me off. That's probably happening right now. Her getting bald in that panel van somewhere. I want to be the one that gets all your loving. Yeah. I want to yeah. be the one you're kissing and hugging. You didn't invent, he wrote that song. You didn't invent incels, Gen Z. Fucking, we had incels all the way back here in 1983 yeah. in Charles Bronson movies. So Stevie B singing about him a couple fucking, years yeah, later. Stevie B was singing about him. We yeah. already had club drugs back then. You right. didn't invent fucking club drugs and dancing to electronic music. Like, sit down and shut up, kids. I Get tell you. your fucking attitude. I tell you two things, Nate. Oh, okay. First off. I'm going to get really good at butterfly knives this summer. I look forward to you losing at least one finger. No, I should, I should be good. Imagine it's going to be, be pretty good. just intense drunken practice on the 4th of July. And then uh, we take you to the hospital and then that's going to be the extent of it. Uh, you, it seems like what you're saying is based in some truth. I'll order you up a butterfly knife. I'll make, I'll make sure this happens. I appreciate it. My second Actually, point. Actually, Tom Rock, get us a butterfly yeah, get knife. Us a You've butterfly probably got knife. a guy, like I, I would imagine. Yeah. We, yeah. Off internet. We don't need any paper trails. Ooh, ooh, no, you know a guy. Certainly not. Shake a couple hands. Let's make this happen. This thing coming out of the trunk of a car. My second point. Mm. Enter Tina in the white pants. Oh. Oh, fuck, man. <sighs> So we're going to see Butch and Sundance. Yeah. Right? Uh, it seemed like he was going out to kill somebody, but no. It throws a twist to you. This guy's this guy's going to see a movie. Yep. Who's in line in front of him? But old big titty Tina. Oh boy. Wearing some tight white jeans. Woo! And Daddy. I wrote right here. Uh, so he goes to see Butch and Sundance, and he's rubbing his crotch on the ass of the brunette in line in front of him, mm-hmm. who has. Huge tits, I wrote. Yeah, all, big. All in fucking capitals right there, because they deserve capitals. This was, I looked up, I was like, who played Tina? Maybe I, I need to give, put her in the fucking rundown of who this chick impressive. was. And then, oh yeah, it was all looking good. This chick had bumper poking out from both sides, yeah. for sure. And this is her only appearance as an actress in anything, anything ever. How's somebody this hot not, not get more work after this? Uh, you know, uh, she had to have pissed somebody off on this set. Banging yeah. a producer and uh, fucking didn't didn't ride that shit out correctly. Got blackballed. I don't know. Turned down old Weinstein. Got killed by a real serial killer on set. Uh, maybe. 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 But yeah, so he's doing that. And she turns around and is like, fucking piss off, you fucking dickhead. Yeah. You're be rubbing yourself against me. I'm just trying to go see Butch and Sundance. Sod off, She's wanker. She's probably going to be rubbing on herself in a minute when she sees fucking the oh, sexy, fuck. sexy fucking. When she sees Redford and that shit. Yeah. Give me a break. I mean, I know Newman's respected, mm, oh, but very much so. Redford's very like pretty eyes. Redford's Brad Pitt he's attractive a in that. He's, movie. A, he's a total hunk in Butch and Sundance. Just Brad just Pitt attractive. No arguing that. That's for yeah. sure. Oof. So then he gets up to the ticket vendor and he's like, "Hey, you know, fucking big titties in the white jeans there. What's her name? Uh, did you see that woman I was uh, sexually molesting in line? What's her name, please? So uh, this fucking rat." Rat bitch fucking yeah. selling tickets to this theater is like, oh, that's fucking Tina. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Come on. What happened to the fucking sisterhood? Yeah. Some creeps asking you of some random girl's name and you just throw it out there? Jesus Christ. You got to know better than that. She follows in my uh, church where we preach hoes before bros. Okay. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Somebody... So somebody, so somebody groomed her apparently because she yeah. she doesn't know anything about protecting other women. Hose before bros, you put hose first. Could have been you in front of everything. 
inside the movie theater, old boy just sits down right next to Tina and instantly just starts pawing at her and making passes and trying to get her to eat his hot buttered popcorn. Oh, yeah. It's all weird. This this guy's got that fucking, like, just Asperger's energy where you're just like, oh, this guy does not know how to interact with other people and make it seem natural. No. It's very off-putting to everyone he fucking meets. Maybe trying too hard. Maybe pushing. feel bad uh, for my sister-in-law. Had it been what oh, her first yeah, date was like with uh, have, uh, old Davey, Davey Aberger. Been very, very close to something like this. Him just shoving popcorn in people's faces and then putting them in headlocks, trying to put it oh, on his shoulders. Start, his middle initial is A. I'm just going to start calling him Davey Burgers. Davey A. Burgers. Yeah, that's... <laughs> There's a, a good way to bully your your younger brother. It sounds like you're. It's it's amazing at this age yeah. you're still coming up with them. Quite yeah. frankly, yeah. I'm I'm you know gonna be 39 here in hours, mm-hmm. yeah. and I'm still hours. just dedicating time to. Eh, he's married. He's got a kid. How can I make his life a little worse? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's dedication, man. So this guy's a real harasser, uh-huh. and uh, she's not taking it. She's like, "Ooh, you're fucking gross." So she gets up and moves away from him. Yeah. He gets a good long look at her ass as she's like shuffling by to get away from mm-hmm. him. And I was like, wish we could have got a POV shot of that happening mm. right there, quite How frankly. It? How but about it? We don't get to do that. He really ianned those girls away, huh? Yeah, I know. I know exactly what you're saying right there. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, it's a, th- it's a verb. <laughs> around this town, it is. <laughs> Let me tell you, sir. Next scene, uh, it's during the film. He's in some sort of. Disgusting, disgusting, filthy bathroom. Yeah, putting on gross-looking rubber gloves. Right, and then he like just crawls out of an unlocked window that I wasn't even sure that it was an unlocked window. I had like some foil over it or something. And I I'm thought like, he was like, where is he? What what's happening right now? I thought he was in like a crawl space yeah, I was or like, a is ventilation he system. In some vents right now. But then I was like, no, I think that's a window. Mm. I was like, very curious. What's going on? This movie to the walls. I'm not not quite sure what's happening right here. But the, the, to the movie's credit, mm-hmm. it uh, explains all this later on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they spell it out eventually. So uh we see the panel van from earlier out mm-hmm. in the woods somewhere. Fucking, he's found it. Yeah. He's having more images of this blonde getting bald in the van. Mm-hmm. And then uh, then he gets out of his car completely butt-ass naked. Right. And goes up to the van and looks in the window and sees that these visions have come true. Yeah. She's, in fact, in there just getting railed by some dude. Oh, yeah. They're, they're butt-ass naked in that van. Yeah. He's butt-ass naked outside that van. We got three... Butt-ass naked people here. We about get, to get in a confrontation. We get some titties poking out from underneath his arms. Oh, boy, do we. There's more to come, but it, it, at least at least you get boobies Quite in, a bit. in better times. Quite a bit. Um, so, uh, yeah. He just opens up the back of the van. Uh-huh. Apparently it's unlocked and just starts stabbing the shit out of the dude. Yeah. She starts screaming the chick. She runs off. There's just like boners and blood everywhere right now as he's stabbing this dude in the van like i'm, I'm certain he's yeah. got a boner the guy was inside of the woman so he's got a boner right we don't see the boners though because like this is the 70s they weren't quite doing that no we just see her titties and ass flopping and bouncing around and she runs away screaming yeah so uh, she runs out into the woods screaming she she runs out then he gives chase after that's her. right and you start to get a little flippity yeah, flippity just ween. a little bit, a little bit of ween here and flippity there. Ween. Never a straight shot of it. They cut back. You get a little bit of bush. Yeah, I wrote down. Wow, 
You see everything. Yes, it's too late. I've already seen everything. Yeah. Uh, We're what, 15 minutes into this movie? That's right. That's right. Genitals on the screen. Yeah. She runs into the woods. He runs after her. We start to get some like Austin Powers shit here where he's Mm -hmm. like looking for her and like there's always a convenient branch right in the way of like his dong and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Tastefully. Uh, she gets away pretty quickly and probably would have survived if she didn't uh, just keep sobbing at like yeah. a, a volume level of a 10. She's yeah. like collapses against a tree stump Naked. and just sobs and sobs at like a, just a complete fucking 10 volume. So yeah. he's like, oh, she was pretty quick. She got away from me really good, but she's just over there. I can hear her. She's, she's going right to go there. there and stab the shit out of her now. He does. She does, yeah. yeah. Just blood everywhere. And I was like, all right, what's the point of the gloves? His, the entire rest of his nude body is covered in blood right now. Yeah. It's weird that he always makes sure to put those gloves on. I guess because he doesn't want to get fingerprints? Oh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. He's, he's not Maybe. ditching those knives or anything. Mm. It just seems like just seems like he's being overcautious right now. He's That's got a fair. fetish for stripping down butt naked and yeah. stabbing the shit out of people until your naked body's covered in their That's, blood. That seems hot. Like yeah, if I was going to... get it on your hands, too. If I was That's like putting on somebody? a condom, putting on some rubber gloves when you're doing that shit, basically. Who wants to have lame condom sex? Nobody. No. If I was going to kill somebody, I might strip down naked. At, at this point, I've got to. Now right? that I've, the concept has been like introduced to me, yeah. it'd feel weird doing it any oh, other way. Oh, I'm sorry. That's an option, you know? Mm-hmm. That's how I feel. Oh, now I get it. So yeah, she's got no survival instinct, so she's fucking dead. Oh, or like six yeah, to midnight. Six to midnight would have yeah. been a better name for this fucking yeah. thing, because that's what's happening every time he kills a bitch. Oh, well. Uh, So, next scene. Maybe the dude's walking around with three-quarter stock the whole time. Well, yeah, then that would sense. be like nine that to midnight, sense. but either yeah, way. Is, they, yeah. At least we're, we're on the trail of what they were saying. Yeah, we're, we're figuring it out. Yeah. Next scene, he creeps back into that movie theater bathroom window, and then, uh, you know... Back in the movie, holy shit, it's yeah. dawned on me, this guy's a genius. He was he didn't even care to harass that woman. He nah. was just making sure he was memorable so he can establish a rock-solid alibi. During that murder, I was fucking harassing women at Butch and Sundance the entire time. Couldn't have been me, man. I didn't even think of that because it took me so long to figure out what I was watching where I was like, wait, was he having flashbacks? Yeah, How come we're at that really van now? That window was very weird looking. Yeah, at and it seemed darker when he was first getting to the theater, and then it was brighter when he was committing murder, and I was like, where, where are we time-wise? But then I, I figured it out. Movie's over. Credits are rolling. Uh, Tina and her friend are walking by. They're giggling. Mm. Tina's friend is like, this guy's fucking cute as hell. Like... We should probably uh, one of us should try to sex go him. out with him, and then he'll strike out with you, and then have to settle for me. It yeah. Sounds like a good fucking plan. He's right gonna want to fuck something. So like he starts harassing them again just to make sure like these chicks are gonna fucking remember me. Fucking yeah. Tina's like, "Ew, gross! Get away from me!" Frumpy friends like, "I don't know. Fucking let's go get a drink, man. Come on, Tina, don't be a stick in the mud." And yeah. then he's like, "Fuck you, bitch! I'm not fucking settling for the frumpy friend. Yeah, get out of here." Take your girlfriend home. Yeah, he's at least a good communicator. He's he's letting yeah. people know what he's into, what he's not into. That's cool. Enter Wilford Brimley is my next bullet point here. Yes, sir. He's at the murder scene. Fuzz have found the body. He's wearing a cowboy hat. 
That's how you know he's a fucking cop. Fucking those damned reporters again are trying to get quotes from him about what happened. He ain't he's got like, time for that. Fucking bullshit. Get out yeah. of my face. I'm a cop. I got a job yeah. to do. Part of that isn't talking to reporters all day. Somebody's right. daughter's been killed here, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. He's some, he brings some gravitas to the film is what's happening here. You know what always weirds... gospel. You know what always weirds me out? Uh, Wilford Brimley? No, 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 no. I really like him. Oh, sure. But okay. this is... This is one of those weird, rare, early ones where he's got a little bit of comb over left up top. Oh, yeah, nice. He's looking handsome. Yeah. Sexy man. Meanwhile, Bronson... He's got to be like 52 here. Sure, yeah. Young. Strapping. Young Brimley. Virile. This is before or after Probably still get it up. Um, I don't know. Cocoon, also early 80s. You always hear that, maybe like later, maybe like... Mid eighties, that one. We always hear like the stories, like Wilford Brimley was only like twenty four yeah. when he made Cocoon yeah. or whatever. So I, I do believe the age is know, fifty. So he's either like forty eight yeah, or fifty two. Yeah, because it's always like here. Tom Cruise is the same age as Wilford Brimley when yeah. he was in Cocoon, and that was about people being old as fuck. But it really makes you stop and look. Yeah, fucking the, the crazy advancements we've made in human growth hormone. It's, it's beautiful. Hey, man. It's a beautiful thing. A, I can't wait. Oh, man. Got to get some. Get my hands on some of that shit. Got my doctor's Feeling appointment. Feeling my age too they much. They said I got to be 39 uh, to get the get shots. That, you can get that hormone? Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm you signed go up. go to a doctor for the first time in my life, probably. I'm signed up. So Gr- Bronton's picking around for some clues on the ground, and he's like, ooh, what's this? This could be a clue when... Enter rookie McCann, who's like, oh, that's just some shit I threw around on the ground like an idiot. That's me, I put the gum on the ground. Bronson's like, you fucking idiot, you fucking rookie turd. You should know better than to throw garbage on the ground during a fucking crime scene. You could blow this whole investigation, you idiot. How about I put the gum in your pocket and smash it real good, dipshit? McCann's like, you know what? I respect you. I take your criticism. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Which, that's how you got to react to Bronson. There's no other way to fucking react to him. At least he's got that down. He's all like, hey, man, what do you think happened to this girl, McCann? Mm-hmm. He's like, I just think this is a young lady that had the uh, misfortune of uh, meeting whoever this murderer uh, is. Misfortune, huh? And then uh, Chuck Bronson yells, misfortune? Yeah. A misfortune's that's, this. I just like that. Ostentatious purple shirt and tie combo I got going on. I thought this he was a tragedy. Great. No, I thought he looked great, man. He was, he was definitely pulling it off. Purple, this is, this is his black pants, gray fucking period. blazer. I thought to myself, I can't wait for the next person I know that dies because that's what I'm wearing. There we go. Got the outfit picked right up. Right to the fucking wake. Back at the coroner's, uh, they're looking at the body. And Misfortune! Like, what's what's going on here? Uh, definitely was stabbed a bunch. And he's like, uh, I found no signs of rape. But and she totally Bronson, had hep. Bronson's like, I could have told you that. Yeah. Guy who killed somebody like that, the knife is his penis. That's right. This guy's seen some shit before. Yeah. He knows how this shit goes down. Weird shit. This guy's some sort of weird incel who can't bone chicks, so he's got to kill him with a knife. Something phallic. Penis knife. Everybody else is like, whoa, Bronson's probably seen some shit. Yeah. We, we don't know anything about what he's talking about. Oh, let's all just look down and away. Back at the creepy killer's work, like he's fixing typewriters and yep. shit, and all the women in the office are just talking down to him yeah. like he's a fucking piece of shit and nothing. Just yeah. like, ew, fucking weirdo, get away from me. <sighs> just Thank you for ty- fixing my typewriter. I need that to do my job. But Jesus Christ, man. Yeah. Go back to your fucking little... 
closet you work out of. We hate having you around here. You're a nothing. Like, this movie's kind of rude. Oh, yeah. Because, like, agree. he's a... To, to the killer, who's actually the secret hero of the right, film? Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree wholeheartedly. He's a clean, not smelly-looking no, incel. Ted Bundy-esque, uh, yeah. fucking uh, awkward, handsome, well-groomed serial killer. I feel like... Not charming, though. Apparently, Ted Bundy had that charm. This oh, guy, he did. Well, yeah. This guy's very, very not charming. Yeah. I feel like it's just not fair here, these women, like, just being mean to this guy when they should really be like, hey, thanks for being, like, clean. Because mm-hmm. you, yeah. in a couple Most years. Of our maintenance guys. Real smelly. Yeah. And in, in, like, 20 years when we're complaining about guys like you. Ugh. They're not going to be no. yeah. clean and. You beg for somebody yeah. this well-groomed. Right. Slick like a dolphin. Yeah. Either way, uh, some old lady gets a phone call, and mm-hmm. then she's like, oh, my God, Betty's dead. Yeah. And then all the women start reacting, and it's... Karen, in specific, says, no. Some of the worst... No. Overall, like, from every... I think everybody in this room, the worst line readings I think we've ever seen on a movie in this podcast wow, in that's, this scene. that's odd, because I specifically wrote right after that some great acting. <laughs> just, just some of... How do you how do you leave this in the final cut of a film? Quite Betty's frankly, dead from everyone. Just wooden, no, unnatural, no. Clearly not a professional actor in the fucking room right here. Uh, very, very, very. I liked insane. it a lot. Yeah, very, very fucking weird. Yeah. Terrible acting. Uh, next scene, fucking a rookie's driving Chuck yeah, around. Bronson's on on the beat with McCann. Um, he's telling about how you got to do the job without yeah. getting your emotions involved. Right. Tells him a couple stories from yesteryear. Yeah, then he's fucking dressing him down for sounding like a school teacher. Yeah. He's like, oh, my father was a professor or whatever. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, what a fucking nerd. Bronson's yeah. got to drag this nerd around with him the whole movie. He's like, oh, that's great. So you're also a homosexual. Yeah, pretty much. That's, that's what we're all thinking. Bronson had the courage to say it. Uh, also, at some point during his stories of like past horrible things he said, he... Pronounces morphine in an insane fucking way. Yeah, morphine. Yeah, it's, it's fucking weird as hell. Yeah. I really like it. Morphine. Kill his wife. Yeah. Talking about the justice system letting killers go, and then mm-hmm. they kill again. And he's we're just laying out the fucking thesis of this film right now. If you just let cops kill people, the world would be a better place. Right. Cops know better. Right. Uh, somebody is a criminal. Cop kills them. Boom. One less criminal. Problem solved. I don't know why we make things so complicated. Finally, Chuck's like, uh, hey, take me to the parents of the girl that got oh, murdered. Yeah, turns out and Betty, then, yeah. friends with his daughter, he knows the parents. Yeah, McCann's like, rough. oh, it's, it's you know, rough. Lorraine, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, ooh, that daughter was friends yeah. with my daughter. I wrote, this is a real Michael Hunsucker and Lethal Weapon moment right here. Ooh. He's having a real... Real fucking Michael Hansucker moment. Yeah. Michael Hansucker. Trying to wrap his... Michael Hansucker. But yeah, he goes up. Michael Hansucker. Knocks on this door. They're all like, oh, Charlie Bronson. We ain't Kids. seen you in a coon's age. So fucking... good to see you, man. Hey, honey, it's Charlie Bronson from Death Wish. We're still in our fucking PJs, but come on in, man. Let's catch up. And well, he like, explained that he's been working midnights. Yeah, that's true. And that's why he looked a little rough. But he's like, uh, can we go inside? I've got some bad news. Good. Bad news. And after that, we don't see him talking to the parents. We just see him coming out looking solemn afterwards and getting yeah. back in the car. We get some sweet score work right oh, here yeah. where they're just like... Emotions are swelling. Solemn walk back to the car. He reiterates to McCann after he sits back in the car. 
Don't let your feelings get involved. Yeah, I tried this guy's, to tell him. This guy's a stone, but you can, you can see behind yeah. his eyes. This one's this, this one one's tough to him, man. That was that was tough for old Charlie B. Anger bubbling up. We might yeah. even uh, be on the verge of some grudge happening right here. You could be right here, I so. but I think maybe. Tell you what, it's time to talk to uh, Karen from the office. Karen Filippelli. That's the one. She 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 at Betty's funeral because uh, <sighs> next scene right here. I, I thought we were at Betty's funeral. No 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 no. They go to fucking Karen and Betty's place first, where Karen rattles off every guy that Betty's ever oh, yeah, boned. That's right. Interviewing the uh, roommate, yeah. and she's yeah. like, "Oh, you know, Greg, yeah. but he doesn't count." Also, there was uh, one guy who used to call creepy and uh, say things in Spanish, Spanish and, and harass her. She never bawled him, but that's we all that. thought he was a total fucking weirdo. Plot point. Remember that? Spanish? And that's coming back. They were like, okay, see you at the funeral. Mm-hmm. So we're at the funeral. Bronson's like standing back on the edges of the funeral, like yeah. any sort of cool cop with Hell a vendetta yeah. does oh, yeah. whenever he attends a funeral. Yeah. Uh, the killer's fucking there. Yeah. Creepy fucking killer guy. That's there. why, that's why Charles Bronson's there. Oh yeah, a, sure. It's, it's a show of power to be like, I don't even want to be here, but I gotta be here because you killed another right and I'm going to kill shit. you. Fucking, he's lingering. He's the he, rookie doesn't get it. He's there. lost on no, him. He's, he's, he's just fucking standing there like an idiot. He's making goo goo eyes at chicks that are there mourning. No, oh, I would be too, because one of them's Bronson's hot daughter who we meet. That's the one who That's he's right. eyeballing. Uh, also, the killer's fucking eyeballing fucking Bronson's hot daughter. Uh, yeah. So she comes and over. And Bronson's hot partner. The partner and the daughter. They yeah. start flirting a little bit. A little bit. Quite. She's like, ooh, you don't look like any cop I know, because my dad's a piece of shit cop, and I yeah. hate cops generally, but uh, but also if you, you're, you're a little bit different. Also, like, if oh, you're older oh, than me, really? I'll fuck mm-hmm. you for those same reasons we just covered. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I got a little bit of a daddy vibe going on. Yeah. I'm straight-laced and a little bit boring, and she's like, mm, into it, into it. And I was like, incel killer guy's not going to like all this no. flirting going on. It's just another Chad picking up uh, another girl when a nice guy like him fucking gets rejected over and over again. I tell That's you, not going to sit well with him. I tell you who didn't mind, it was fucking Charles Bronson. Yeah. He's like, he doesn't give a shit he's like, what his daughter does. Hey, I'll leave you here with my daughter. I'm going to go talk to the parents one more Makes time. Makes that fucking clear. Barely knows this <laughs> chick. These are, these are estranged uh, yeah. father, father-daughter uh, dynamics we got going on here. Uh, she has a weird interaction with the killer guy before yeah. she leaves the funeral. He's like, hey, man, don't I know you from somewhere? And he's playing dumb. He's like, yeah. no, man, I'm not a weird killer or nothing. What are you talking about? He's all. He's also like... I just like, know Betty from working in her office. Yeah, I'm he's, just here for normal reasons, normal he, man reasons. He's also, at the same time, like, don't bother me because I'm eavesdropping on your father's mm-hmm. conversation. As Charles Bronson's like... Hey, dead of the dead girl. Anything else you can tell me about the murder? Oh, yeah, I was thinking about it, and I kind of remembered. She writes down every tiny little detail of everything that happens in her life in a diary. Kind of slipped my mind in the moment, but maybe you should check that out. She's got some uh, slut autobiography Basically, anything you need to know to solve the crime for this movie is going to be in that book, and you just get your hands on it. And Charles Bronson's like, hey, that sounds like a lead. And fucking... Warren, our killer's like, ooh, yeah. that sounds, sounds like, like a lead. Sounds like a loose thread to yeah. fucking clean up right there. Now we got a real race against the clock. Yeah. Next jump cut to creepy guy 
creeping through the fucking apartment sliding glass window. Yeah, and he wastes shimmied no up time. Onto a fucking balcony or something. This guy's quite the cat burglar. He's real good at shimmying up drain pipes and getting through windows and stuff. We'll see. Oh, I'm sorry. During the flirtation scene, we oh. learned that uh, Charles Bronson's daughter mm-hmm. is a student nurse. That's right. And that's important. Very that's to important establish going forward. Yeah. Uh, so he's snooping around. He's trying to get through like uh, the little nightstand next to old dead Betty's bed, but that thing's locked. Yeah. Before he can pry that fucker open, who should show up but fucking Karen, the roommate? <sighs> so he ducks in a closet. She starts undressing. It's a classic, like, slanted, like, wooden slat closet, so you can get the POV shots, mm-hmm. like, uh, creeping from the inside of the closet here. It's the same one that, uh, that shit. in another movie, mm-hmm. a different Lori is oh, hiding yeah, in. this is full-on Halloween 77 vibes we got going on right yeah. here. Yeah. Um, Karen, she's wearing some sort of, like, just, like, a clingy little, like, slip thing under her clothes. Keeps her like shit tight. negligee she's, onesie. She's it's keeping, nice. She's I like keeping it. her shit tight. That's, I like that's it. for sure. I like it a lot. You can tell that. Um, phone rings, and it's mm. some guy named Tim. And she's like, oh, Tim. Timmy. Thank God you called. Uh, how about you come over in a couple hours? Probably like balmy or whatever, because yeah. I'm so sad because my roommate died. I could use a good bone. I could just sense fucking incel killer guy seething at this oh, right now. Like, oh, all these whores are all fucking chads. I hate her so much. Why? Why are they slutting around? I hate it. After she gets off the phone, she's like, you know what? I'm going to fry some eggs, probably. Yeah. You just get out of a funeral, you know, fucking work up an appetite, start frying some eggs mid-afternoon. It all makes sense to me. Oh, naked guy stabbing oh, me. Fuck, yeah. Yeah. Well, she even knows what happens. He's just completely nude in the kitchen stabbing the shit out of her. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Turns out he was getting undressed while she was getting yeah, undressed. Yeah, very ironic. Uh, he's got his gloves on again, so, right. so he's always very prepared. Uh, stabs the shit out of her, covered in blood, uh, goes back, uses the knife to pry open that little nightstand. Yeah. He really wrestles yeah. with it. He finds a box labeled, My Diary. And he's like, phew. Perfect. Here we go. Great. Let's open this up, take the diary. What? The box is empty. Man. Damn it. That's trouble. It's a, that's a loose thread still dangling. That's trouble. You need this guy to get away. The cops are going to catch him. Somebody could get him. On a Speaking of which, guy shows up back to his house, the bag of groceries in his hand, yeah. still wearing his funeral togs. Bronson and McCann are at his house, wanting to ask him a few questions. This is I like that this they is, were already this there. is disconcerting. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, yeah. At this point, I was like, ooh, I like I really like that they're already there. We're not gonna see like the steps they took to get there. We're gonna move this movie along a little bit. Yeah, just fucking jump to the jump to the next big thing happening. They, I, I like you get. The real shit-eating grin from Charles Bronson and McCann as they're waiting. Yeah, and it's like, cool, man. You don't have to give us the life-building lessons where where they got close. Like, we know for a fact McCann and Charles Bronson are on the same page now. Yeah, fucking. And we're better for it. Bronson's like, all right, rookie, let me show you how to cop. Yeah, we complained about 101, 101 minutes, but I feel like... They shaved off 10 here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they did some good work. Yeah. This could have been a fucking 15 minutes yeah. going on. And fucking, ugh, ugh, no thank you. No, I, don't, we, I don't need another 15, it, 10 minutes of this shit. Little just wry smile from Bronson lets you know on the same page. So they're asking him some standard questions. He's cool, calm, collected. He's got all the answers. He's mm-hmm. worked out his fucking mm-hmm. 
His responses to all this shit. He's he drops his alibi on them like oh uh, uh, until Bronson reveals he's got the diary. Mm. And it's a little bit of like a gulp. Mm. He's like, oh, check it out. He's she talking about fucking this one guy, yeah. fucking this other guy. Here's a guy she didn't fuck because he was such a creep. Kept on harassing her afterwards. Total creep. You know who that is? You motherfucker! Oh, no. Oh, that's a bad look. Uh, yeah, not a, that's not a, a real good, bad not look. Not a good look. Uh, yeah. So uh, he's just like, oh, uh, no, actually, she wasn't my type. So, like, I tried to go out there once, but then didn't anymore. And yeah. also, she's kind of like a bad person who doesn't have good morals. So, yeah. like, I, I wouldn't even hang out there anyways. I was just being polite by going to her funeral. Charlie Bronson's like, it's not a big deal. Uh, where were you the night of the 6th? And he's like, I was at the theater. I had this great outfit. Oh, and he's like, that's great. Up. She got killed on the 7th, motherfucker. And he's all like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I just like assume you were assume talking we were the night, that night of her Sorry. death. Sorry, you know? not a big deal. Yeah. So then Bronson's like, all right, got to use this shitter. Hey, I got to fire one out. Where's your shitter? Meanwhile, McCann does some real detective work here. He's like, yeah. oh, yeah, I got this bullfighting poster on your wall, huh? Cool you ever poster. been to a bullfight? Uh, oh, like yeah. Fights? You ever been down in Tijuana, huh? You ever speak any Spanish I've when you're to- down in fucking Tijuana? See. Oh, my God. The guy knows how to speak Spanish. Except the he, clues are coming together. Except, Nate, he didn't go to a bullfight in Tijuana. Oh, no. You don't he was so. asked if he went to a bullfight in Mexico, to which he corrected he went to a bullfight in Tijuana. Meanwhile, Bronson's doing some uh, yeah. clue collecting of his own. Whoa, this guy's, this guy's got a pocket <laughs> pussy on a fucking jackhammer some sort of and some nudie man pictures. Fucking pocket pussy that you plug into the wall. And he just holds it up and, and looks at it. And I was like, oh my God, that's awesome. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you right now. I had no idea they had like fucking hand yeah. cannon pocket pussies no. for dudes in the eighties. I gotta wonder if this is like a custom job right here. Right? This thing pretty, it's pretty cool looking. It's it's the fucking nozzle of the uh Ghostbusters two foam pack. Mm, mm, very much with so, yeah. Just like some weird hard rubber sleeve attached mm-hmm. yeah, to the that's end. Right. It's terrifying. Yeah, it looks like it could really do some damage on you if you didn't build up to using it. Oh yeah, you gotta have a level of uh, I don't I don't think cardio is the word, but mm-hmm. some kind of experience. So they get a call in about a second murder going on. Oh shit, the roommate's been killed in the apartment, and they're like, Yeah. Oh, uh, no reason. We just gotta leave. We gotta leave right away. Uh. Nothing weird here. Just some questions. Uh, you're not even a suspect or whatever. Nah. Don't get all cagey. Uh, see you later. Yeah. Hasta la bye-bye. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Um, back at the apartment, they find the dresser drawer pried open. Oh, yeah. And he's just like, all right, I know who did it. It's the guy we asked three questions of. Bring him in. Bring. It's the guy. Is, yeah, so... uh now he's he's arrested. We jump right to him being arrested. There's a yeah. very quick scene. At this point, this movie's still moving pretty right. pretty nicely for my tastes. Uh, I agree. They've got him in the fucking police station for a proper interrogation. Bronson's like, oh, so you're the guy who got arrested for throwing a dead cat through your fucking neighbor's yeah. window and cutting up their little daughter with a knife when you were a kid, huh? And he's like, oh, come on. I was a kid. That's normal stuff all kids do. Kids cut other girls all the time. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um... 
behind the the two way glass here, the two chicks from Butch and Sundance earlier being questioned. Tina, and Tina's like, friend. Uh, are you sure that's the guy who was at the movie during the whole 100%. killing? There's some great fucking comedy going on here where, like, Tina's friend is still, like, thinks he's hot and is, like, yeah. trying to defend him and, like, yeah. thinks she has a chance. And Tina's still just like, oh, yeah, that guy's a total fucking sleaze. Fucking loser, Tina's that guy. friend, man, she's hard up. Yeah, she's she's trying hurting. To, trying to hook up here in the interrogation she room. She is hurting for a squirting, my for friend. Squirting for sure. And I still just wrote, uh, even in this baggy sweater right now, good Lord, Tina is stacked. Yeah, I like uh, I like that the prosecuting attorney is in the questioning mm-hmm. scene mm-hmm. here. For sure. Mm-hmm. You don't get that a lot. He's trying to keep keep Bronson on a yeah. leash here, make sure nothing uh, you know, out of turn happens. It's a nice touch. You always get the good cop, bad cop, or you get the cop just in there by himself. Yeah, 100%. Like, I need the answers. This was a nice touch, the prosecutor being there, being like, come on, Charles, you know we can't use that shit. So Bronson's asking Do the job the right way. It's building. Bronson's getting angrier and angrier because this Mm. guy's got all the answers to the questions. He's not slipping up at all Mm -mm. until Bronson fucking loses his shit. Yeah. And just the best fucking scene of this movie starts where he starts just badgering him. When's yeah. the last time you made it with a woman? Yeah. Never! That's that's the first part, <laughs> or first time that I wrote down. Chuck calls him an incel. He just fucking starts ragging on him for being a virgin. Immediately shows him the sex toy that he the found. giant fucking pneumatic pocket pussy. Yeah. And then just starts beating his head against the table. While yelling, what's it used for? Come yeah. on! Cat got your tongue? It's for jacking off, isn't it? Yeah. Bronson's it's for jacking off, isn't it? The quote of the movie right here. Bronson's doing real work right yeah, here, so man. He's flipping out. Everybody else is fucking pulling him off, calming him down. Old Chief Brimley is like, he's got an ironclad alibi. We got to let him go. Oh, you got to be kidding me, Chief. I found his jack-off tool. <laughs> this guy's got a jack-off tool. Who else could be the killer? He's jacking off in there. He's a sick freak. Jacking off everywhere. Yeah, he's not satisfied. He tells fucking the Chief, uh, he's our man, Captain, and I'm going to get him. Yeah, I like that dedication there, man. He ain't afraid of who knows. Next scene, we got a, the daughters visiting fucking Bronson at the, the police station yeah. there. And is this a funny little moment where uh, the dude working the counter is just like, You're whose daughter? What? He doesn't have a daughter. He's never mentioned having yeah. a daughter. It's like, oh man, Bronson's a total scumbag. Totally. Yeah, so uh, he's yelling at the chief, meanwhile, in the chief's office that he should just arrest yeah. this guy for absolutely nothing. Bring him back! The chief's just kind of like, I don't know if that would work. It sounds like a crazy idea. Uh, McCann, what do you think? And he's like, yeah, we could arrest him for literally no reason. Uh, well, but then he could, just instantly be released. Uh, I don't know. Wait, whoa, what's Bronson's that? Charles got a crazy plan. Whoa, whoa, Charles Bronson's daughter's here? I'll go check that out. Yeah, Bronson's like, my daughter's here. Fuck that bitch. Yeah. I'm busy talking to the chief. Get rid of her. McCann's, McCann's like, well, that chick was kind of hot. We yeah. kind of maybe had a moment. Uh, don't worry, I'll go talk to her, bro. I want to do anything other than this. I'll go check on Any it, other Charles dad Bronson. would be like, is my partner trying to ball my daughter? Bronson's like, I don't give a fuck what happens to that twist. Yeah, but you got to remember here, this isn't any other dad. No. Bronson views that woman as like, she's pretty hot. If I wasn't related to her, 
I'd probably try to fuck her. I would imagine so, yeah. yeah. I don't know. He's pretty sexless throughout this entire movie. That's There's fair, no, too. Where's the, where's the mom at? What yeah. happened to her? It's never even hinted at. She she dies. I would imagine so. The The daughter said so. Okay, yeah, because the daughter's got nobody. Clearly, she's got nobody. She's out there on her own. It's, it's one of her conversations with McCann. He does go out there to check on her, but at some point, she does have a conversation with him. Where she's oh, like, yeah, it was kind of like, he's never I, been the same since she died. It might, like, he shut down Yeah, it might be right here or yeah, whatever, I where she's, where she's just is. like, hey, I'm glad you think my dad's really cool, but, like, we're not cool. Yeah, he's like, an asshole. I was close with my mom, and then she I died. you were kind of hot for a yeah. minute, but now that you like my dad, I don't yeah. think that you're hot, because I'm trying to make my dad mad right now yeah. by dating somebody that he works with. Right. So you're going to have to... Lean into that if you want this to happen, man. If she really wanted to make him mad, she probably should have just boned the black dude that was working the front desk. Or Brimley, I think. Could, could no, have you'd have to respect that, I feel. So the daughter's got a picture of our also, creepy killer. Bronson older than Wilford Brimley I here? would imagine so. I think so. so. He's just, Brimley's not dying the hair and Bronson is. Gotta be. <sighs> she's got a picture of the killer and she's like, oh, I remembered where I saw the, the killer at before. Uh... Turns out Betty was terrified of him, and he was always hanging around places yeah, where she was. Real at, so. creep, that guy. I don't know. Is that any information you can use? McCann's like, mm-hmm, interesting. I'm not going to show any of my cards. Uh, whatever. I'll take the picture. Uh, take a hike. Dad's got no time for you. Okay, not even a little. Next scene. Creepy killer guy Ooh. is like fucking in a car. Yeah. Stalking the med school. An watching all the little VW nurses bug. come back to their like uh, little little dormitory there. Right. Apparently they just live on the same grounds as this hospital. I don't know. There's this student is nurses. Yeah, I know, but is there like dormitories on sure. fucking teaching schools fucking? Used to be back then. Okay, that sounds that sounds lovely to me. I don't think that's how people swing it these days. I think they're just like make them sleep in closets or whatever. Yeah. The right way. I've mm-hmm. seen Grey's Anatomy. Mm-hmm. Oh, great show. Great fucking Just show. The, best. The, the love triangles on yeah. that show? He'll You're keep you at the edge of your seat. Here. Won't you just so uh all the girls get inside they're all like fucking you know dabbing tickle fights and stripping down to their bras and panties or whatever the way it should do and they all live in a dorm together and they get home Uh, to take a look at uh the uh credentials of any of the any of the uh roommates here oh no at this point i'm just very worried about their safety what's gonna happen here i hope he doesn't come in and kill everyone the blonde is I'm not sure who. Okay. The brunette, the short-haired brunette. She's somebody? It's Kelly Preston. Real somebody here? A young Kelly Preston? That's Kelly Preston. Wow, that's kind of amazing. She died two years ago. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. That's a, her acting in 83 seems a bit early to me. She had to be pretty young here. I would young. The black young. chick? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I certainly noticed her later on, but uh, yeah, well, I wasn't yeah, paying attention did. to her in this scene right you here. You know who she is? Oh, lay it on me, man. It's Michael Jackson's girlfriend in a video you referenced earlier. Quote, unquote, girlfriend. Thriller. Wow. <laughs> That's a hot chick, bro. Yeah, for which sure. makes that lighter sure. scene so much cooler. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So anyways, uh, they get a creepy phone call yeah, from the killer do. here. And he's like, hey, hey, I got a bunch of dirty stuff to say about your pussy and hey, whatnot. this is Pedro. Also, I'm doing an accent. I got a big old penis, man. So I- he says that he's Peter, and he's got the biggest one. Pedro, which is Spanish for Peter. 
He clarifies. It's fucking dumb. This guy's yeah. saying some dumb, nerdy shit. My name's Even when Pedro? Filthy. Which means Peter? I got the biggest one you ever seen, essay. She's not even, like, worried about it. She's just like, oh, wow, you're fucking really bad at harassing women. Yeah. I'm just going to hang up the phone, fucking dork. Also, I don't know why I'm leaning into a bad Spanish accent mm-hmm. when his bad Spanish accent yeah. was clearly a bad Asian accent. He's got a, he's very bad at doing whatever yeah. accent he's trying for sure. And it's, he's it's, like, me fuck you a long time. Somehow racist to everyone. It really quite frankly, is. Quite frankly. Next day, Bronson, my wife, who's both of those nationalities, wife. was like, what's, uh, What's this guy doing? Yeah, it just kind of seems like a direct fuck you to the old lady, quite yeah, frankly. Well, yeah. Bronson comes and visits, uh, so they're like, all right, uh, come have lunch with me at the hospital cafeteria, I guess. Yeah. This, this, is, this is the thing that would never happen. Your parent comes and visits you at your med school, and you're like, all right, let's go eat at the hospital cafeteria. Yeah. No, you're fucking making Bronson spring to take you somewhere off campus, so you can eat some real food. It's, uh, it's established immediately that uh Mr. Bronson's he's distracted. He keeps in, he keeps insisting he's there to just, you know, be there for her. No. Doesn't like the no, way it's been. Lies. And she's all like, "Man, lies. are you sure, lies. bro? Like, lies. look at the shit you just bought for lunch." And he's like, "I hate this shit. Yeah. I got to go get a real lunch." Quiche and some coleslaw. He's like, "Quiche. I thought that was pie." Yeah. Coleslaw. <laughs> what? <laughs> I hate coleslaw. So he goes back to like re-get new food. She sits down with McCann, and McCann's just like, oh, man, your dad's so cool. He's probably like the best cop I ever met in my whole life. I'd suck his dick, but I don't think he'd be into it. Do you think he'd be into it? Ah, we've been through this, man. I told you. I don't want to fuck a guy who likes my dad. You're fucking ruining this, and I hate you now, man. Quite frankly, we're enemies. And she's like, he's like, well, you're the worst. You can go fucking Charles... Bronson shows up back to the up. Table. He's got a, some new food. A huge bird leg. Yeah, I don't know if it's turkey or if it's chicken, mm. but it's big. Might, maybe pheasant. Who knows big. what's going on? In this he's place. got it, and he's got like something else—a a side to go yeah. with it. And he's like, "Hey, what's going on here? How's everybody doing?" He tells him, "This place is an ulcer factory." <laughs> And he's like, ooh, what's going on? You in a fight or something? Uh, I don't really understand human emotions. And she's like, no, you know, man, like, we're cool. I'm mad because you said you were cool, so I'm getting up and I'm leaving. Like, uh, fuck you, lunch is over. But anyways, uh, McCann, you want to go to a party later? Yeah. McCann's like, no, you're crazy. Take a hike. Yeah, and she leaves, and then she comes back a third time, and she's like, Oh, by the way, forgot to mention we got that creepy phone call. Got a call from some guy speaking Spanish, and then McCann's like, "Uh oh, I'll go to that party. Better go to that party because you're about to get serial killed. It sounds like, and And somebody needs to watch out." And uh, fucking Bronson gives him a smile that says, "That's right." Fuck my daughter. Keep her safe. Yeah, also, it's just like one step closer to the killer. Don't really care if my daughter has to be the bait or not. Yeah, or if you ball her. Either way. Either way, it's okay by me. Next scene, uh, McCann's in the dorm room showing all the ladies, like all the cool cop gear. Tapping myself and my phone in Uh the basement. He's got got their phone tapped. He's got him like a fucking radio. They can radio the cops. He's like, if he calls, keep him on the line. He don't go anywhere alone at night. Like, you guys are being stalked by a a legit serial killer right now. I like that he gives them real 
daddy energy For rules. Sure. Like we've already established the incel, and here comes McCann to be the daddy mm-hmm. and just be like straight laced. Here, little girl, you don't know how to vote. Let me tell you how the real world works. Mm-hmm. All four of you, the women. libtards, are trying to take all daddy's money. Yeah. Next scene, they're at that party. And they're Hell doing yeah. some like sweet, like mid or early to mid 80s white people dancing. Oh, yeah. It's just happening fucking everywhere. Everybody's sweating like they're on McCann's cocaine. especially sweating because he's got a fucking full on like sport coat on in the middle of this party. And she's all like, Bro, if you're that sweaty, why don't you take off your coat? And he's all like, Because I got a gun. A little awkward. As all the these, song cuts out. All these out. liberal college kids are like, oh, I don't like fucking carrying guns in parties. That makes yeah. me uncomfortable. Fucking old. So they leave and go hang out in the hallway for a minute. I like that old girl's like, I get it. It's the 80s. Just get your cocaine out of here. He's here for my pussy, mm-hmm. not your mm-hmm. drugs. Mm-hmm. They go out in the hallway, have some She's more chit chat. baller, this They're Lori. talking about like uh, their lives again. I don't know. I didn't really pay much attention no, to it. No, it doesn't matter. Not but then they start hearing sex noises coming from the laundry room. Yeah. So McCann's a real sexless idiot. So he's like, oh no, somebody's probably being killed in there. Yeah. Breaks through the door. It's good thing he does sex because they were making sex noises. Yeah, yeah. Good thing he does because then we get to see the people having sex on the yeah. fucking. I mean, the guy's not great. He's kind of just got a narrow little ass, right? But then the girl sits up and oh man, what a nice she set got of some knockers, Tino huh? level jugs. Like right? all the jug casting they did when they were putting this movie together. Yeah, somebody somebody was looking out for real. That, they had to they had to pick through a lot of women to all these breasts you know that one guy gets a really bad rap for being such a bad guy in gi joe but my goodness Ooh, clutch no gullibliss oh and he's got such an eye for the tits Gollum yeah these, these israelis turns out they can pick them no it's one guy he's a snake he's man one snake man who's in charge of you keep saying israeli film company but he's from a cobra law. ancient Sorry. race of snake yeah. people i forgot i forgot that's all right that's okay so, uh, yeah, uh, that happens, and then uh, I just wrote down, skinny little butt, do some lunges, nerd, but, you know, great rack on the chick. Yeah. Uh, so they leave the party just to go back to her dorm and get another fucking creep call from Pedro slash Peter, yeah. the Mexican pervert. Yeah, this one's hot. She tries to keep him on the line for as long as he can. She does a pretty good job. He's all like, a lot of weird he's all stuff. like I want to fuck you, huh? Mm-hmm. And she's all like, mm-hmm. yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Yeah. And then he's all like... Nah, nah. <laughs> I like how he's like, I'm gonna do it to you every way, front ways, back ways, sideways. And she just says, whatever suits you, amigo. Yeah, that's <laughs> she's really cool. giving some good sass mouth here. Yeah, but yeah, once she says like, sure, I'll go back to your place and fuck you. He knows something's up because women yeah. never agree to this shit. It pisses him off. She's fucking with him. Yeah. he's like, your mother's a whore. Your father's, your father's an F word or whatever he says. I don't your father's know. a pig. Your mother's a whore. Yeah, so uh, his, this is when I wrote his his accent just got worse and worse as yeah. this exchange went on, like, yeah. and more and more racist as I could tell less and less what he was trying for. Uh, more and more Asian. Mm-hmm. So after this, McCann he takes goes the like recording. full like con <laughs> was super nosophone. Yeah, it's 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 not good. Your father's a pig. Your mother's a whore. Next scene, McCann's uh, playing the tape for Bronson, who's uh, like, uh, fuck. Your daughter's in mortal danger. And he's like, we've got to do something. You can't sit around and wait for due justice. So time for the cops to take this situation in their own hands. Fucking legal system be damned, quite frankly. The man's daughter's in danger. His beloved daughter. He's 
He's not necessarily saying we got to do something right this instant. He just wants to make sure their next move mm. is the final move. Yeah, no more bodies. It's time to stop being reactionary. It's time, it's time to start to being proactive right now, man. What we're going to do, mm-hmm. we're going to mm-hmm. do the right way. So I wrote right now, uh, you stopped paying attention for a couple minutes. Uh, there was some downtime, uh, mm-hmm. and it didn't. then you started looking at your phone. But now Bronson's doing something shady looking with vials of blood in the coroner's office, in the crime lab. All right. So he goes into the fucking crime lab, catches the fucking guy working the midnight shift smoking a fucking Which duber. also confused me because I stopped paying attention for a second and then looked up. And this guy looks exactly like McCann. They're identical twins. That's so I just right. thought McCann was working in the crime lab now. And I'm like, what the fuck's going on here? Took me a couple more scenes to realize they're two different people. Fucking uh, Bronson does some great, you know, cop bullshit where he's like, I'm a cap And this guy's like, I didn't mean to smoke weed. And he's like, I'm a cop, you idiot. He's like, go do the bullshit I say. Officer John Kimball. We'll cool. And yeah, the blood is, samples, give them to me now. Yeah, this is where he breaks into where the blood fridge is. And he's like, Hey, I've done enough of this. I know how to get myself some, some witness blood. Stuff with this blood right here. Yeah. He gets blood from Betty. A little bit of that old Hepsi blood that he talked about earlier. Back at the chief's office, they're mm-hmm. playing all the tapes of the recordings they have of Pedro, of the guy being questioned, and they're like, "This accent's terrible. This is clearly the same guy on the tape." Yeah. And everybody's in agreement. Yeah, like, oh yeah, one hundred percent, same guy on the tape. The fucking DA or whatever is just like. It is a misdemeanor, man. Fucking threatening people over the phone, like thirty days got. at most, you can get them fucking locked up. Like, what? What the fuck? What are we gonna do? Chief once again goes to McCann. McCann's a golden boy or something. He's like, last time you shot this shit down. What do you think now? And he's like, fucking. I just respect Charles Bronson so much. You give this guy anything he goddamn asks yeah. for. Yeah. And Bronson's like. Let's get him for this. We got 30 days to figure out what else to peg him for. Mm-hmm. He's got he's got blood plans, man. He's, yeah, he's, all he needs he is knows. this guy locked up. He knows. Killer's all smug while they're arresting him. He's just got a shit-eating grin on, just like, hey, you got nothing on me, man. I covered all the tracks. Like, mm-hmm. fucking, you ain't going to be able to prove nothing, man. Back at the crime lab, we're fucking testing bloods and shit, and it's just like, oh, shit. The blood types are matches from the blood on the cool red coat he wore when he had the switchblade. This guy's the fucking killer, man. Gotta be. That's what he wore to the theater. He said so himself. Mm-mm. So, uh, McCann's looking all conflicted, though, because he's like, oh, cool, right, lab guy? And he's like, oh, yeah, totally. Anyways, uh, tell Bronson he still needs to sign off from when he was in here last night snooping around at 2 in the morning. And McCann's like, snooping two, around at 2 a.m.? Yeah, he's morning. with me, bro. That's pretty weird. Uh, I don't know. Is there some weird shit going on here? I don't like the sound of that. I'm instantly like, McCann, you fucking dork. You fucking complete fucking dork. Yeah. You see what's happening here. Who cares? Yeah. Charles Bronson's a bro code, man. Thin blue line. You're not going to turn your back on your brothers, are you? No. Nah. Fucking geek. Straight fucking, up fucking geek. Uh, uh, Warren's got an attorney. He's got. He's been That's straight right. arrested at this Killer point. Killer Creep is in there talking to his attorney. He's got his attorney, and the attorney's like, here's how it's going to go down. These guys don't have shit. Even if they do have shit, we're going to plead innocent. We're going to... Insanity. You got nothing, bro. You say you hear voices. Everything comes to worse. Yeah, you're just fucking bonkers. You got a good angel and a bad angel. You listen to the bad angel, blah, 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 blah. But either way, 
They got nothing. It's cool. And then in Door watch, swings open. Yeah, it's fucking Charlie Bronson. He's like, hey, by the way, you fucking convicted a murder because <clears throat> you're a murderer. Because there's blood on your sweet red coat. And fucking Warren just flips the fuck out. Oh, here. yeah. He just starts screaming. He's lying. Yeah. He's lying. He's like, no. Yeah, he's, that's not true. That's impossible. Everybody in the room, including like his defender, is just like, oh, God, this guy's clearly the murderer. He freaked out and did all sorts of weird incel stuff just then. He essentially yells to Charles Bronson. There's no way there's blood on the clothes because I murdered all those mm-hmm. bitches yeah. naked. That's right. Specifically. Like, yeah. It's, it's impossible. Yeah. Uh, everyone in the room is very uncomfortable. Everybody's just like, why is he yelling so much? Fucking Bronson's like, you killed those bitches naked, mm-hmm. didn't you? Mm-hmm. He knows. Yeah. He knows. He's got it figured out already. Dong swinging while you were stabbing those girls. You die. It was swinging. Up and down and left and right every way they want it. Cut to the trial. It's a real media circus. Fucking everybody's trying to get to anybody involved asking them questions. Bronson's daughter's there because she finally respects him. Yeah. She's like, wow, you caught that fucking killer? You're a good cop. You're fucking, you're a good cop. I don't care that you neglected me my entire childhood. And our dying mother, my dying mother, your, your wife. skills. Yeah, we were asking you to help our mother yeah. while she was dying of fucking probably some terrible disease. You were busy out here yeah. chasing criminals, but God damn it, you get results and I respect you. She probably died of like a cancer and it's like 83. Mm-hmm. And if you had cancer, oh. it wasn't comfortable oh, back no, then. Absolutely not. No, it was, it was a rough it's go. It's great now. It's like a vacation. Oh basically. yeah. 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 That's out. how you want to go. Uh, the defense attorney's talking to the fucking, the media yeah. and he's like, all the fucking evidence against my client. Fabrication. Fabricated. Fabrication. McCann's like, what? what? Fabricated? Why that Why word specifically? Why would he say that? I don't know. Hey, Charles You could have used any word. Why did he say fabricated? There's evidence. Hey, Why that's how the these guys are. Oh, they're all that way. It's all this thing. They're never guilty. Let me tell you. I never met so many innocent people until I started working in a jail. Better not fucking turn your back on your fucking brothers, McCann. You better not be a turncoat. That was the line fucking. I used to like to use. Oh, that's a great Never met so many line. innocent people until I started working in a jail. hate it when you say that. Yeah, they're all innocent. Better life for Charles Bronson they're McCann. They're innocent. Better. <clears throat> we get a little phone tag after this. Like, uh, daughter calls up McCann. Yeah. And he's been avoiding her. And he's like, sorry, man. I'm conflicted because I might have to, uh... Shut down your dad's whole case because he did some shady shit. Oh, no, no, but I'm not telling you that. I'm not telling you Defense attorney calls McCann. He's like, oh, hey, what's up, man? You seem like you're kind of conflicted. Maybe a straight-laced dork. How about I put you on the stand and make you uh, swear under oath that none of this fucking evidence was fabricated, huh, bro? Who's, huh, bro? Who's the attorney here? Did you, did you read off his No, name? he's just some guy. He's, he's in shit. Guy. He's, a, he's a really good actor. Oh yeah, this guy's this guy's doing some good work in this. He's thing. uh, it's Jeffrey Lewis. What's he been in? He's he's been in stuff, man. Oh, he's in Way of the Gun. Everybody loves that movie. Fucking in my top five for sure. I'll tell you well, that you're right a now. Bit, uh, you uh, oh Ryan Felipe. That's yeah. why that yeah. that quote about skull fucking whatever. Yeah. Yep. People like that one. Yep. People oh, saying that one. There it is. He's in uh he's the fucking uh Roy Sullivan. He's the head of the uh vocal Starland band or whatever that gets mm. killed in the motel in Devil's Rejects. Oh, okay. Yeah. So By this guy this guy Otis. kept working. 
And my girl, baby. Deep into the early 2000s, he kept working. Love me some Sherry Moon zombie. Uh, so, like, uh, before the She's trial. The hottest, huh? Uh, McCann, uh, he, he basically finds out from the lab tech that, uh, Bronson was in there snooping around by the yeah. blood fucking, so he's like, oh, fucking shit. Around. Bron- Bronson has to have done some shit. So before the trial, before he's put on the fucking stand, he confronts Charles Bronson. Like, he's like, yo, Chucky B, one... Things look weird. One thing, real quick. It's starting to seem like you maybe planted all that evidence. And he, he tells him <laughs> matter-of-factly, of course I did! I'm a cap! Yeah, fucking, uh, so McCann's like, ugh. I can't lie about this. It's fucking perjury. He's like, what do you think he's going to do the whole time he's up there saying he didn't kill anybody? That's different. I'm a cop. I took an oath. Uh, fuck your oath. Bronson's like, <sighs> he tells him, you go in that court, you forget about what's legal, yeah. and you do what's right. That's a great fucking line. Absolutely. Forget what's legal. Do what's right. But McCann's like, I can't do it, man. I do things by the fucking book. I'm a dork school teacher like my father before me. Uh, trial's off, quite frankly. Whole trial's off. Bronson's like, well, then there's only one thing left for me to do. Yeah, so he just goes in the courtroom and interrupts the trial and is like, hey, everybody. I, I planted that evidence, so uh, this whole trial's a sham. Guess we're going to have to... Call an audible here. I don't know. Find something else to do with our afternoons. Uh, it's your problem, not mine. Yeah. No repercussions Anyways, on my here. end. Yeah, he does just like leave, and it's never just like, well, that's illegal. Now you're arrested. No, he's just able to do whatever he wants for the, the rest of this movie right here. In the next scene, he's just drinking with his daughter, Lori. And, just like, and again, he's he's not like, oh, man, I'm going to get arrested for this shit. No, he's like, I all. lost my job. Can you fucking believe it? And she's all like, who cares, man? You did the right thing. Yeah. You know, all those years I was talking about what an idiot you are, I was fucking wrong. Yeah. You're cool as shit, man. Just like fascist trampling over fucking like human rights. Just throwing fucking any sort of uh, decorum out the window. Hell yeah, bro. I'm on board. And it's great because like, He's too depressed, even though she's on board mm-hmm. and like into his shit. He can't even enjoy it because yeah, he's, he's all like, job, man. "Yeah, don't you get it? His life is the job. That was the one thing I enjoyed, Married and it's gone. Sea. Yeah, I don't give a fuck what you think because I never cared about you. That's she's why like, we're oh, in this position. Shit, I got a test in the morning. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, get out of here. Yeah, God, that's a bad feeling, huh? When you're like, "Oh, shouldn't have got so drunk." Yeah, he's like. She's like, oh, I'm going to call an Uber. He's like, it's 1983. There's no Uber. I'll drive you home. Yeah. So so he does, which is nice. It's, it's a little bit of bonding happening, uh, I think. Some some legit bonding here, even though they're still both just terrible people. Yeah, just both of them. Um, so, yeah. <clears throat> so uh, he takes her home. Uh, I thought there was going to be some sort of confrontation here, but there's not. They just bid yeah. each other adieu. And then when he gets back home... Tells her one last time, though, like, if that creep calls, yeah, call me immediately. That's right. I'm going to murder him in cold blood. That's pretty much much what he said. When he gets home, he's the one that gets a call from the fucking killer. Fucking, he's just taunting him here. He's just like, what's up, man? You didn't didn't get your guy, did you? Fucking terrible piece of shit. Cat got your tongue, motherfucker? Terrible cop. What he what now, motherfucker? Turns the table, I'm on top says of the, world. the same line. That's right. I'm gonna throw your own shit right back at yeah. you. Uh, you scared her. 
Charles Bronson's Charles Bronson, though. He's he's not shaken. No. He's just like, all right, motherfucker, you want to start playing some mind games? Now you're playing mind games with Charles Bronson. Yeah. Guy gets up the next day, tries to go about his fucking morning routine. Bronson's on his tail and not all sly and slick. He's letting him know, like, here I am. I'm going to follow you around everywhere you go for the rest of your life, probably. It's pretty cool. It's pretty fucking cool. I lost my job. I got nothing else to do but just stalk you, motherfucker. This is my new job. Mm. Follow you around. Uh, Back at work, the guy walks in and starts having like flashbacks to all the bitches he killed while naked. Just like, I got crazy stuff going on in my head. All the women. Charles Bronson's following me around. Dirty. I killed a lot of looks. women in this office. They're just like, oh, there's that guy who just got off for uh, not murdering people. We've yeah. worked with him for years. We all know he's really the murderer. We don't want nothing to fucking do with this guy. I like that they all say, like, oh, creeped out about him being here. Yeah, that's right. Not comfortable. They go into the break room where they find that there's been pictures of all his victims put up on the corkboard. Old lady who answered the phone earlier is just like, what are, you, what are you doing here, you psychopath? And he's like, I didn't put those up there. Come on, man. It was Charles Bronson. Clearly. And she's like, I'm going to fucking HR and getting your ass fired. Because Nobody you're a wants you here. Everybody knows <laughs> you're a fucking weird incel. Nobody wants you here. We'll fix our own typewriters, you fucking loser. Oh, this can't be. I got to look outside. There's got to be a better explanation for all this. Oh, no. All he sees is Charles Bronson staring up at the window. That's right. Just from like a a bridge or something. <laughs> it's a pretty cool shot. Look on down on Charles Bronson on a bridge. Expert you mind know games. that song. Expert mind games. You keep it up. He's going to come after you is my next bullet point here. Oh, yeah. McCann confronts Bronson when he's out on a stakeout. And he's like, what are you doing here, man? I've caught wind of what you're doing. You're fucking, you're poking the bee's nest, dude. Like, you keep harassing this guy. You're going to make him. He doesn't get what's happening here. No. Charles Bronson wants this guy to come after him. That's exactly what he fucking wants. Any fucking excuse to headshot this guy right between his goddamn eyes. You can tell Bronson's got a plan outside of just sitting there. Oh, for sure. There's more this moves leading to a to be made. In a brain. Because fucking McCann calls him out and he's all like, oh, you startled me. No, you're absolutely right. And then McCann's all like, hey, I'm sorry I got so upset. I'm I'm happy you're safe. Be careful. Tell your daughter who I almost banged yeah. but then blew it with. I said, hey. And then he's like, I, I appreciate that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For the first time, Charles Bronson's like, hey, I appreciate that. Murderer guy gets home. Charles Bronson's like rigged his record player to like play loud music when he opens yeah. the door or something. Yeah. And I'm like... What kind of a prank is this? Charles Bronson's not MacGyver. He doesn't know how to rig record players to turn on when a door opens in 1983. This isn't a thing. No, I think it's just been on the whole time, and he just had a He's fucking... freaked uh, out. He runs, he turns it off, and then the phone rings, and then Charles Bronson's giving him dirty phone yeah. calls. The tables have really turned. Now the harasser's being harassed. Hey, I say I'm going to fuck you in your culo. That's basically what goes on here. So uh, he's like, oh, I got to get out of here. I can't be hanging out in my apartment fielding phone calls from Charles Bronson all night. Why don't I go pick up some whores? Yeah. So yeah, he just cruises the boulevard until he sees one that catches his eye and is like... Uh, oh, wait, before he goes out cruising for whores, though, he's yeah. like, where the fuck did I hide that butterfly knife that I mm, killed everybody with? Sweet-ass butterfly knife. Oh, there it is mm-hmm. in the sink. Gonna 
take that with me in case I got to do some more murdering. Yeah. He finds a hooker. She's like, uh, hey, Real man, nice one, huh? 50 bucks for one way, 75 for around the world. And I was like, for a streetwalker in 1983? That seems pretty pricey to me. Now, for those, and I do agree. I do yeah. agree. I, w- I would have kept going. All right, yeah. I'll take it down a block until yeah. I get to a seedier neighborhood, I guess. I feel like a twenty-five fifty would have made sense. Yeah, for I wouldn't have batted an eye yeah. at a twenty-five fifty. Uh, one way means you're either choosing fucking or s- fucking head. Yeah, that's right. One or fucking the other. Or sucking. Around the world means yeah, you can get both. You're fucking anywhere. Just yeah. Fucking just try them out. Right. Just try them out, buddy. Right. Which you're gonna spring for that for sure. Unless you're real hard right. up. I mean, come on, man. You treat it's, yourself. It's different times now. They got much more than that. I mean, you used to have just two, oh, two avenues. Oh, you can menu now. Now you got, you know. Can't keep up with the acronyms. BBJCIM. You know, you got. Uh, it's my favorite. Uh, uh, D-I-A-Y. D-I-Y. You got Greek. You got, there's just so many. There's so many options. There's so many options. Mm-hmm. You can't tell. Um, I've learned so much prostitute knowledge from all these movies we've watched. Oh yeah, especially uh, that one with Al Pacino. That 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 one taught me a lot. With cruising, oh, Cru- cruising taught me a lot. Well, that was a that's a whole different set of codes. <laughs> yeah, that was. Woo. Bronson's following him. Meanwhile, so he shakes down another one of the whores, just like, "Hey, where's that trick? Usually, bring her Johns." She's all like, I ain't telling you, you fucking it's like, all pervert. right, fucking ten bucks, and she's like, oh, right, right over there around the corner to that to that motel right there. That's nice of her. Mm-hmm. So, uh, they get to the motel, the killer and the the whore, and uh, yeah. she gets undressed right away. He starts getting undressed right. How away. far apart were those boobs? I've I never wrote, seen such far apart natties. I wrote very interesting rack on uh, this. They look very firm, and they're sitting very high and very far apart. Yeah. I'd think that they were uh, fakos if this wasn't 1983. Right. right. But I'm like, sleazy fucking street-level movie in 1983? That's way too early for uh, somebody to just have a... a pair of bolt-ons in a movie like this no they were she just has really weird hard boobs that are just like permanently up by her shoulders you're right she's a secret fatty yeah yeah she should be Mm -hmm. fatter Mm -hmm. to where those titties sit in her armpit absolutely yeah it's very very rarely that i have to like got a history of and look at a rack to figure out if they're natural or not like uh she's no she's there's there's some mysteries in her but there was something to figure out this is why you wear a train bra all right she was fat at a young age they grew sideways in the armpit she Drop that weight when she got a little older, Tale but the old titties stayed in the armpit. Titties stayed That's why you get them high. in the training bra. You got to let them know where to be. Creep starts pulling some you don't weird want them shit. Uh, she, he forces her to take a shot, and she's like, I don't drink dirty. He's like, ah, one shot, I'll fucking slap you in the mouth if you don't. And he's like, oh, I got to go take a shower. Goes in the bathroom. Why you gotta shower? I like to be clean. He just dumps the rest of the bottle of he booze does. in the toilet. He does. And then it's like, he's he's got something going on here. This is some kind of scheme. Yeah. And uh, yeah, then he pulls his fucking move. His one move he's got, sneaks out of a window, just yep. opens a window and climbs out of it. This guy's Batman all over this fucking city right here. Chuck We just never see his grappling there. hook, but. No. He's, he's, he's on the rooftop somehow. Who's speaking of that Batman? Mm. Oh. I'm the word hockey pads. No, not that one. Oh, okay. The other one. I'm wearing hockey pads. Yeah. Uh, 
People's parents keep swear to me. People's parents keep watching that new Batman. Whose parents? Just everybody's parents. parents. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh huh. What are parents saying about it? They're not. They're not worried about the how Batman talks anymore. Oh, thank God. They're worried about that. Pretty cool in this one. They're worried about that guy playing the Riddler. Oh, Paul Dano. Parents. People's parents. They don't like. They haven't been on the Paul Dano train yet. No. They haven't. They haven't. Figured out what Paul Dano is? No. We gotta, we gotta get these parents to watch some There Will Be Blood. Yeah, they slapped in between, you know, fucking... Uh, I'm glad that he's out Skip there. Skip Tracers. What was that, that movie there, we covered? Uh, talking to the baby boomers. With Bruce Willis and uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I forget the name of that. but I know The time travel one. Yep. Where Joseph Gordon-Levitt gets Bruce yeah. Willis' jaw. People missed a lot of movies yeah, between yeah. then and Batman. They gotta watch that, uh, I think it was a Ty West movie where he's a sniveling little rich boy coward and uh, Ethan Hawke just beats the shit out of him. Mm, That's a great one. No, you're thinking, you're thinking of Swiss Army, man. Oh, another, another solid Dano. Any parents listen to this, look into his career. He's, he's doing real stuff. Why are you uh, So next time we see the creep, he... Uh, Climbs out of the window in the hotel, and then he's just at the daughter's dorm. And I wrote, did he fucking teleport there? He got there quick in that Volkswagen Beetle. In the same time that Bronson climbs up the stairs and finds the hooker passed out or dead in the bed, he gets all the way to this fucking... And then later on, it takes Bronson like... 15 minutes to drive where he goes. The look, timelines are fucking wild look, from look, this point forward. Nate, if you haven't noticed by all of this man's... This guy is Jason Voorhees teleporting all yeah. over the city at this point. If you haven't noticed by all of his beautiful nudity mm, and oh yeah. chasing people around the world... Statuesque. His cardio second to none, this uh, guy. Which we'll learn here. You're going to find out real soon. So yeah, he finds the girl. I don't know. Passed out or dead. Either way, she's been poisoned. She, yeah. Bronson checks her pulse, but he's doing no real acting in this movie. So yeah. I can't tell his reaction like, oh yeah, she's got a pulse or oh, she doesn't have a pulse. Yeah. Like, no, he just... There's, there's this, a, this, this stone face is telling you nothing. His acting has, has told you... I checked her pulse. <laughs> exactly. That's what his acting told you. Back at the dorm, the creep is completely naked. Oh, yeah. And has a dozen roses he's holding, yeah. and he's just slowly climbing up the stairwell this way. to the girl's, uh, the girl's room. Time to do some murdering. Uh, the girls seem to have a shared bathroom here, so this is where we get the gratuitous nudity of the black girl who we've established lives here just stripping down yeah. completely full frontal naked and getting yeah. in the shower for no reason. And We get a nice back again, shot of her, some too. excellent, yeah. just excellent nudity casting going yeah. on before they put this, this film together. They did their due this diligence. Is, this is... She the, looks great. This is the girl from fucking Thriller, bro. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, my goodness, what a This didn't come get. cheap. This what did not come cheap. I'll tell you that much right now. No. Uh, dude knocks on the door. Some dumb blonde is like, oh, hey, Flower Man's here. I know we're all being stalked by a serial killer, but why don't I just open the fucking door and let him in? Yeah. So, like, he bursts in right away. Stabs the shit out of her. She yeah. dies instantly, is what happens. At that same exact time, Charles fucking Bronson has called. Mm -hmm. And he's like, don't open the door. It's the murderer. Too late. He's yeah. in here. Yeah. So uh, the daughter 
goes and like hides somewhere. She's like, yeah. oh shit, the murderer's here. Some poor Liza Minnelli looking. Uh, it's Kelly Preston. Kelly Preston, young Kelly Preston, just gets, starts yeah. getting throttled yeah. by him. He's like, where the fuck's Charles Bronson's daughter? Where the fuck is Charles Bronson's daughter? I don't know. I'm going to fuck a gay man for many, many years mm-hmm. in the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, th- that guy wasn't telling you the truth, Kelly. I'm sorry. Rest in peace. Yeah. Um, so he's like, uh, Boy in the on, bubble lied to tell her. me or you're going to die. She's like, uh, she's not even here. She's at work. Like, uh, yeah. she's at the hospital. And he's like, I see somebody's steamed up the door in that shower over there. Oh, you're shit. You're fucking lying to me. Oh, shit. I just saw the towel on top mm, of the shower mm. door move. I'm going to go over there and murder Charles Bronson's daughter. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to drag you with me. Yeah. Fucking Kelly Preston. So... Kelly Preston knows this is the black chick. Right. She basically gets her friend killed here right now. But she says like, nothing. All right, I, I lied to you. I lied to you. Like, fucking, uh, That's a black on. chick. Just says nothing. No, it says nothing. So the chick in the shower just gets brutally murdered. Senselessly. That's just another senseless murder right here. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, we see Bronson's daughter like peeking around the corner at all this happening. I like- she like turns the lights off, and I'm like, ooh, she's got some sort of Bronson's daughter's plan to like, get everybody out of this. I like that the murderer is like, why'd you make me kill that black girl, yeah. Kelly Preston? He's like, that was fucking weird, man. You could have stopped all that. <laughs> He's literally just like, this is your fault. This is on you. And yeah. it kind of was. Yeah. So then he just murders the shit out of her. Right. Because Bronson's daughter is still not just like, okay, wait, 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 wait. You're looking for me, man. Like, here I am. Stop killing all of my best friends and housemates. Let me see who's live I can She does fucking nothing. No. Just literally fucking nothing. So then he's like, all right, I've murdered everybody else. Might as well look around this apartment some more or whatever. Uh, uh, Guess uh, Bronson's daughter didn't get any of his badass genes. She immediately hides under a bed. Yeah, some cat and mousing happens here. She's hiding. He's creeping. But eventually he finds her. We get a little chase. Mm. She like boards herself up in a room. He's there naked, just trying to kick through the door, leaving barefoot footprints all over the fucking white barefoot door, which looks pretty cool. Um, she's screaming like, "My daddy's gonna be here any minute. You'll be sorry." He hears the fucking yeah cars out in the up. parking lot. You know, she's like, "Oh, there he is right now. Better fucking leave." And he's like, "Yeah, dude, yeah, like six Solid yeah, should, fucking kicks to that door. I should go. Open. I guess I'm not strong enough to get I that should thing go. going. Uh, all right, later. Uh, you haven't seen the last of me. And she's like, okay, cool. I'll just wait in the fucking bathroom for 10 With minutes. all my friend's dead corpses. Yeah. She just looks at them crying, and I'm like, well, you, you did nothing to save them, so yeah. fucking crocodile tears right here is what's he, happening. She finally is just like, all right, let me leave the bathroom and see what's yeah, happening. Clearly he's gone. Did my dad kill him? Or Oh, God, he's still right oh, behind son me. Of he didn't a leave bitch. it all. It was a total psych out. Total psych. He, like, grabs her in a headlock from behind. Is going to go to stab her, but she claws his face real quick, and he's like, oh, my beautiful face. No, 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 she doesn't claw. Oh, what did she do? She anticipated he would still be in there mm. and had the heated curling iron. Curling iron in her hand. Face. Okay, there we yeah. go. Yeah, and lays it hard across the cheek guys and he's some, like some scars now on his pristine like, face that was I love being beautiful normal. I love being beautiful now I'm a freak mm-hmm. he's a freak Bronson's here yeah uh, well the girl runs out into the hallway yeah she finally had an opportunity to run Bronson uh, he, running upstairs but the creep dives out the window his yeah. one move his fucking MO shit starting to get hot or I got some sort of scandal yeah. climb out of a window 
Bronson gets to the fucking dorm room seconds after they both oh, left. No. And he's like, What's he find? There's bodies everywhere. Uh, these girls, more hey. dead girls. I want to beat off, but I can't. So he's like, uh, better go downstairs and see if anybody's down there. He's a little little slow on the uptake because yeah. we see already that uh, daughter's running down the middle of the street, middle of the night. With a naked man chasing naked after her. Naked man is chasing after her in the middle of the night. They've got a police chopper that Bronson's called above them, spotlight on both of them. And he is just fucking straight up T-1000 yeah. running like... If they were doing their due diligence, there should have been a lot of foley yeah. work of his dick and balls just slapping against his thighs over and over oh, again as he's doing this T-1000 run while 100% naked yeah. down the middle of this fucking street. Yeah. It is a hilarious visual. His cardio's killer. He's yeah. fucking just They get like closing a quarter the mile down the fucking street when Bronson like hits the street yeah. and then starts running and you're just like... Oh, he is an old man. There is no way he's fucking catching up with this naked ST one thousand. But he's man. Charles Bronson, and you're like, he's gonna know a different route. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah. So uh, they're running, just straight shot down the road till somehow, boom! Charles yeah. Bronson got his hand on that teleportion technology. He knew where they were going. <laughs> the killer used earlier. Somehow he got to where they were going before they did. The daughter runs directly into his arms. The killer stops. Bronson's got a gun trained on him. They got a little face to face action. Oh right yeah. Now. Cops are swarming in. Yeah. Fucking Bronson's caught him red handed. He's like, you had your chances. You blew, you blew it. it. But the, the fucking the crazy guy is just like. Nah, man, I'm not done. No. You didn't take me down. No. Go ahead. Arrest me. Take me in. You can't punish me. I'm sick. You can't punish the sick. All you can do is lock me up, but not forever. One day, I'll get out. It's the law. It's the law. I'll be back, and you're going to hear from me. Me and the whole fucking world. Charlie Bronson's finally heard enough, man. with the stone cold... He doesn't give a fuck. Does not raise his voice. Does not show a lick of emotion. Just raises the gun a little bit. No, we won't. Pulls that trigger, that hammer back. Wham! Fucking badass Charles Bronson movie. You're going to hear from me. Whole fucking world will. No, we won't. Headshot. Pull. Camera pulls back and the movie's fucking over. There's no denouement. There's no fucking like the emotional fallout of All everything those that's girls. Like, fucking you nothing. sick son of a bitch. Fucking awesome ass ending. Movie just fucking love it when a movie just fucking ends right after the big climax. Has the balls. Has the fucking gonads. They just pull the fucking trigger and yeah. end it. So let's pull the trigger on this fucking Segment of the podcast. Let's take a break. We'll hear some coming attractions. What other canon features are we going to talk about the rest of the month? I'm excited to hear about it. When we come back, 10 to midnight, no matter what day it is, nah. it's going to be Judgment Day is what it's going to enter. 10 to midnight. It's, it's, ten, it's 10 to midnight right now. Oh, shit. That's weird. Thoughts it could ever happen here. 
are an army of international terrorists. America has not been invaded by a foreign enemy in nearly 200 years. Their target, America. Their objective, control. 18 hours from now, America will be a different place. Now, only one thing stands in their way. It's time to die. Didn't work, huh? Now it will. They wanted a war. See you in hell. He gave them one. Send me a postcard. Chuck Norris. Invasion USA. They watched. They waited. Now their time has come. Out of the depths of space, the ultimate terror. He knows what it is. You don't know what we're dealing with here. An evil we cannot comprehend. A beauty we cannot resist. Come, be with me. An alien force that feeds on raw living energy. It's already spreading. If you didn't stop it, it's too late. Life force. In the blink of an eye, the terror begins. Rated R. Starts Friday at a theater near you. Well, we only got a last couple of these uh, 10 to midnight. Yeah, it's 7 to midnight now yeah. after that fucking break we just took right now. Right, so we got to get it. We got to get it wrapped up. Yeah, we got to get this. It's getting fucking late right here. Uh, let's go right into Judgment Day, which is where we go out to the internet to see what you, the common man, yeah. had to say about the film that we watched. I get some five Ninja Star reviews. I get some one Ninja Star reviews. We read them. We get a lot of... Idiots just and roll turkeys. over our tongue. We uh, smell what they smell like on the nose. We mm. quaff them, and then mm. we're just like, well, "Where do we land?" Basically, yeah. we're, that's whatever all this is leading yeah. up to. Where do we land? That's the important thing. It's what we care about is us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> First, one ninja star review. Oh, right oh, now. sorry. I'm uh, real quick. Uh, okay. Don't forget May twenty second. Oh yeah, we got a big, big auction. auction going on at. EBAutographs.com. All your faves. All the faves are going to be there. Six of all those people. This is over 300 plus lots, Nate. This is going to be a lot of autographs. T-Rex from Jurassic Park. You want to get the T-Rex autograph? They got an autograph. They got it. Fucking. Who else are you looking for? You get that thing for a steal, probably. Mac from Mac and Me. That's in there. He's probably got it. 100%. All of them are there. EBAutographs.com. May 22nd. Auction starts at 11 Eastern. Don't forget. One Ninja Star from Letterboxd user DannyBanny82, who says, Hmm. If I ever find myself in an apartment hiding in a darkened kitchen while my three roommates are all murdered, I hope that I do more than grab my face and cry while a naked killer slowly marches through my apartment covered in blood. Good point. Good point but goes on to make a better point. I think he's tougher than he thinks he is. This is a woman right here, I think. Oh, this is what's happening. My bad. Goes on to say, the stars bad. of this movie were the heads of hair on the cops, especially square-jawed McCann. Oh. I don't know that I've ever seen such glorious manes of thick, tawny hair on these tweed jacket-wearing detectives who couldn't seem to nail down a solid case or an extremely obvious and not at all cunning weirdo serial killer. 
This movie clearly came out during the pro-cop heyday of the 80s. The plot hinges on tropes of cops can't seem to get anything done these days with the darn legal system getting in the way of justice. Criminals can get away with anything by claiming insanity, Mm. etc. I gave it one star just because I couldn't stop watching it, which means it was watchable, which makes me hate myself. (laughs) What ninja star? From Letterboxd user Danny Banny82. I want to hate on that a little bit. I think, I think she liked this movie. But I want to be honest. Yeah. I don't think that's an honest star rating right now. I was going to say, I think that's like a, I think that's a secret. I agree. Three and a half to a four. McCann right there. and that uh, lab guy, great heads of hair on those oh, guys. They could have they could have been on episodes boys. of Chips, no problem. Beautiful and boys. Fit right in. Even our killer Warren had a nice head. For sure. Handsome man. I was rooting for him the whole time. Wanted him to be okay. One ninja star coming up next from IMDb user Edward Carter 9. Oh, this is an idiot. Who says, you were asking about Bronson's career earlier. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Bronson was a joke by the early 80s. Wow. And just looked way too old and puffy to be playing police detectives. <laughs> you ever seen a police detective? I was going to say. Puffy as fuck. Looked pretty spot on. All the films he made with director J. Lee Thompson were crap. Wow. But this piece of garbage was by far the sickest and most evil. This horrid film is pure rubbish and should be banned. Gene Davis was incredibly wooden as the murderer. Apparently, you just see his Luke Skywalker freak out. Yeah. I can't believe he agreed to repeatedly take off his clothes for such a stupid, worthless film like this. The actress playing Bronson's daughter... Should have been his granddaughter, he adds. Whoa! Was both ugly and talentless. Wow. You know there's something wrong when Andrew Stevens gives the best performance. Too many plot holes in six scenes. Goes on to finish it up by saying, Bronson's character would have been arrested and sent to prison for faking evidence in a major murder trial. Well, that One fits. ninja star. Yeah. Remind me user Edward Carter 9. I was going to hit him with the ham, mm-hmm. but then he... Oh, holding off on the ham. He said wow. a lot of truth in that last line. Okay. I guess it might it might, it might fall on the points. five stars then. good points. I don't know. Matt, my first five ninja star review... Maybe they're right. ...is from a letterboxed user named Jonathan Galat. Oh, I love Jonathan Brandis. Who says, uh, begin quotes. He's quoting here. He's in the... This is a scummy little sewer of a movie. A cesspool that lingers sadistically on shots of a killer terrifying and killing helpless women. Cesspool? And then is shameless enough to end with an appeal to law and order. The people who made from 10 to midnight have every right to be ashamed of themselves. And that includes Charles Bronson, whose name on the marquee is the only reason anybody would come to see it. End quote. Attributed to Roger Ebert, and that's the entire review. Five stars from Jonathan Galat. What? Ebert hated it, but he says the reason Ebert hated it is all the reasons he fucking loves it. Oh, he loves this little sewer of a movie, I the make... cesspool that lingers sadistically okay. on shots of the killer, terrifying and killing helpless women. So he likes it for the reasons he hates. That's right. It. He's saying Ebert's a fucking dork idiot. He's fucking... saying. Roger Ebert. cool as fuck, Ebert. What are you talking about? Roger Ebert is a... There we go. Oh, one final five-star review from a Letterboxd user named Simply, well, simply Ross. Who says... From Friends? Who says... Ross from Friends. Ross, Ross Geller. Yeah, go who ahead. says, uh, 
Any movie that gets through with the first act in 45 seconds gets my stamp of approval. Five stars. Five stars from Ross. He liked the pacing of that first act just like me. I'm wrong. You kind of sound more just like the killer having his meltdown in the uh, yeah, interrogation bit. room yeah. than Ross. Come on, yeah. fucking Schwimmer. Schwimmer doesn't sound that the whiny. Schwims. Schwimmer's a Chad, bro. Which uh, which one of the Madagascar films is your favorite of the mm. David Schwimmers? The one where they use I like to move it, move it in the uh, preview. I think that's the first. Yeah, that one. That one kicks ass. Yeah, Matt. What's your final thoughts in your Ninja Star rating for 10 to Midnight? Uh, I liked Dave Schwimmer's work as Malman, the uh, mm-hmm. giraffe. That's right. I thought it was pretty good. How'd you uh, feel about his work in that uh, late 90s movie? He was in the romantic dramedy with uh, Probably Gwyneth Jenna Paltrow. Elfman. Oh, I think Gwyneth Paltrow. Was Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. I don't. I couldn't come up with the title. He was in like one movie as a starring guy, and then they're like, "What? No, America." Jenna you Elfman. You don't like Schwimmer as a starring guy? Oh, Jenna Elfman. I guess we won't try it again. More work. Guess. Guess we won't try it. Dharma and Greg was great. She's a delight. She was in. Uh, She's a hottie. Um, can't no. hardly wait. She got that, that yeah. nice little cameo, as and it was Mandy. like, "All right, here we go." Yeah. She's gonna start getting cameos and shit. Whoa, really taking Mandy. off. Oh, well, I'm not here last, to talk didn't, about didn't fucking. Work out that way. Uh, Fucking, I forgot her name already. The Elf Man. Yeah, she's better than Taleone. Maybe she'll be in the Marvel movies as the Elf Man. Ooh, I would like that. Taleone, not a fan. Thank you. Find her to be an irritating presence. Right. I think she does. The Elf Man does better. Thank you. It's it's a simple. Take the mom from Gilmore Girls. Much more delight. Taya fucking Leone would have played as well. Yeah, Taleone. She's only good in Spanglish because she's getting cheated on. This movie right here, friend, friend, mm-hmm. my friend, my pal, uh, family man, Char- wait with uh, I think there's a Nick scene Cage. where she does a sexy dance and like some undies in the family man. Where I was like, all right, Tay Leone, you yeah. make a good point. That's a that's a very good point. <laughs> You're right. Maybe I gotta be nicer to her. Charlie Bronson's doing the Lord's work mm-hmm. in this movie, mm-hmm. just real acting. He's a real cop. That's right. He's upset. Old school. Meat and He's potatoes. Burnt. He's been burnt. He's gonna burn. But he's here. There's nudity everywhere, man. There sure is. You don't gotta wait. No. We got a killer that's just stripping down butt naked. That's right. Get some dong flapping. Shit's wild, bro. Butt cheeks jiggling. This shit's all over the map. <laughs> it's a weird movie, kinda. Tell you what. Hour 40 minutes. Maybe we could have shaved a little time off mm. somewhere, mm. but... I'm not even that mad at it, if no, I'm being honest. No. This is a four-banger for me, man. Whoa. I had a real nice God, time. Fucking rating. Charlie Bronson's just doing cop work. He's got a partner that I enjoyed. He's got a daughter that I didn't hate. No. Everything clicked. Our killer was cool. I like her in Beverly Hills Cop, Nudity too. was everywhere. She might have been underrated. She should have been in more things, I think. He had hot chicks getting naked All for no reason in this movie. All sorts of them. This movie clicked on a lot of levels, man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A lot of levels. Four banger. Wow, wow. Um, okay, you really, you kind of blew me away there. Uh, That's fine. I think this movie builds nice. Yeah. I think it's got decent performances. Right. 
The killer is exceptional as being crazy. He sure is. Uh, it uses Bronson well. It's not asking him to do much, but it knows what his established screen yeah. persona is, and it you, just leans on that. You know what you hired him for. Uh-huh. Uh, it gets into some silly slasher movie teleporting shit in the end, but... That's okay. It's fucking cool as hell when there's an awesome last line and a headshot. Yeah. And you really sold me with all mentioning all the great nudity that's in it, right? Right. Uh, and also, one of my favorite lines I've seen in a movie in a long time is, uh, It's for jerking off, isn't it? There you go. I was going to go a full bullet below you of three ninja stars. No. I'm going to bump it up three and a half. I'm going to go three okay. and a half ninja All stars right. for 10 to midnight. It's official rating here. This movie's oh, delivering a lot, yeah. so, man. You sold me to bump it up a little yeah, bit. Yeah. It's, it's a good pretty one. pretty solid it's a fucking one. good one. It's a tight little package where they're just giving you a little full everything. tight little packages as well. It, it is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. True. Matt, uh, mm-hmm. next week we're going to be moving on from... Uh, Can't even got more movies? What are one we famous Chuck that likes to work <laughs> with Gollum Globus uh, of Cobra Law. Yeah. Do another Chuck. We're going from Chucky Bronson back into the world of Chucky Norris. One more time. One more time. We're going to be talking about what I think possibly is my favorite Chuck Norris movie of all time. What? Got a real banger of a climax. Uh, hope you're not feeling too comfortable out there in suburbia sitting tight because we're watching Invasion USA. It could fucking happen here, motherfuckers. We were all worried about the fucking Wolverines and whatever that movie oh, was yeah. called. Red Dawn? That doesn't even tap into the beginning. Urban warfare, man. You see what's happening in the Ukraine? That could come to any town USA. We're going to learn all about it coming up. Tap into it, baby. Invasion USA is going to come to the fucking battlefield that is baby oil and blow. Stay single. It's a long road when you're on your own and it hurts when They tear your dreams apart